Welcome back to the Lost Joystick Network. Episode 21. They said it would never happen. We were kind of showing it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Touche, my friend. Terrible. Touche. Terrible. So, yes, we had a bit of a hiatus. I am uh, Mike, joined as always by my co-host, Jay. Jay, say hello. Hello. Thank you for being so accommodating with, with my request just now. What? Oh, say Asking hello? you to say hello. Hello. <laughs> nice job. Gold star. What's my gold star? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll email it to right, you. Right, that's fine. Egreetings.com or whatever it is. I'll send it to com. you like that. But yeah, it. so mm, I think the best thing to do here is just to kind of get right into it. Okay. So I'm going to let you start and say, or, or should I? What do you think? Oh, I'm on this. You're going to start? Yeah, we're going to start. So you you give me your, we've been gone for a month, and we apologize. We had to take a couple of weeks off. It it's was not uh, his fault. It was not by, I think it was three weeks or whatever. Yeah, it's all your, it's all it was fault. three or four weeks. I'm it, blaming you. Well, it is. For all of it. It is. All but, of it. But, but before we do that, <laughs> how have your weeks been? Good. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't really done much. I'm just working. How's the new gig? It's good. It seems it's like good. you really like it, and that makes me super happy. That's good. Yeah, good. I'm not growing any hair back from it, but it's good. Yeah, well, it's going good. Fair enough. There it is, folks. Four weeks wrapped up into twelve seconds. I am the lamest man alive. <laughs> like this is the only thing I have going for me. Is literally this. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, well. No, it. My job has changed a little bit, so I, I'm doing the same thing, but I'm doing it in a different way at my job, <laughs> and it's going to be a different process. So I'm on the pre-sale side as an engineer. And I was dealing with current customers in the past, and now I am moving to enterprise sales. So it's going to be like I, which I did for years prior to moving to this. I know, boring, but oh, my, sorry, my I fell asleep. it's a different. I, yeah, well, I mean, as you were saying. Anyway, I'm joking. Anyway, I says no, to Mabel, I says, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, the, it my job has changed somewhat dramatically, but basically the same. It's weird. It's hard to describe, but neither here nor there. So. Yeah, everything has been good with me. We good. had part of, uh, I'll get into part of why we've been gone, and that is because my life was exceedingly busy for a short period of time. So the girls' spring break was the last week of March. Then I had a sales kickoff meeting that I was supposed to be in Chicago for a week for, but some events transpired that precluded me from being able to attend, so I had to attend virtually. And, and then just getting caught up from that and I'll, I'll get into all that, but, but yeah, everything has been good, man. Like good. life is good. There were some hiccups, but it's all getting ironed out and the dust is starting to settle on all of it. So with that, I, I think what I'll do is I'll get into what has really been going on. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go so, ahead. We can do that yeah. and then we'll move on from there. So, so, but so I think it's interesting. Yeah. So. so here's, here's what happened. And, and this is a, this is a personal story. It's about my personal life. If you don't want to hear this, I'll put in the notes when we start talking about the subject matter. No problem. I understand no, not everybody wants to hear how my week was or about my uh, trials and tribulations. But the, the, the basis of it is I just talked about how I was going to be out of town and it, uh, we went to Atlanta for a week, right? We went to Nashville for a day and then Atlanta for a week. And that was on a Friday. I think it was like the 25th we left or whatever day that was of March. Yeah. And then uh, there was a little bit of a hiccup just prior to that. Oh, do tell. So I come back like I don't know already. Yeah, yeah. No, I want you to play the straight man who has no idea what happened, even though you know all the details. So what happened? Tell me more. Our car was stolen. Get out of here. 
It's true. You, it, you, you. Oh, yeah, you're doing the straight thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's true. Oh. <laughs> so our car was stolen. You know, and uh, it's it's a funny, it's not funny, but it's a, the circumstance of it all is kind of peculiar and whatever. So I'm going to go into a little diatribe about kind of what happened and, 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 and what, you know, all that stuff. So I'm going to throw the Keith Morrison in here as you're going. So if I just go, oh. Yeah, you do that. Oh. Yeah, do that. Okay. That'd be great. Go ahead. Please, please do that. Continue. So, yeah, Amy wakes me up Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. Oh. Okay, baby, don't do that. Okay. Yeah, don't do that. That's going to, I'm going to get distracted and not be able to think. I should preface by saying, let me start with this. Amy and I both kind of got home at the same time on that Tuesday prior to us leaving yeah. town. And Harrison had parked at like at the end of the driveway. In typical Harrison um, fashion. Yeah, not whatever. You felt like 17 cars in your driveway. Yeah, he still parks yeah, at the very but, end. But somehow he parks completely at the end. The, the worst part was really that where he had parked, it was kind of in the middle, I should say, because his, his, his grandmother came over to visit and she was going to be leaving. But she had pulled up literally. So she was like, like parked in this place. And Harrison was like the, the, the front of her car to the back of her car. And then Harrison's car on the, in the other lane of our two lane driveway sideways. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> then the, 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 the front of that car was at the back of her car. So if you imagine like if, if people who are looking, there was a car like this and then there was a car like this. That doesn't really help the audio visual, but like they took up the most possible room in, in the driveway and I couldn't park behind her, you know, Amy's mother, because she was going to be leaving. So I was talking to Amy. I said, I'll just park in the street in front of the house. Amy, you park behind Harrison. And then when your mom leaves, I'll, I'll pull in and you can pull the car in the garage. Well, we had both woke up very early the, the day prior, like that Tuesday morning, both of us woke up real early. So... <sighs> So we both kind of passed out. She fell asleep downstairs on the couch. I fell asleep upstairs, like playing Pokemon Arceus or Arceus, whatever you want to call it, right? So <laughs> Amy wakes me up at three in the morning and says, I think someone stole our car. And now I don't normally do this, but the keys to the car were in the car because I was fully planning on going back out there to pull it into the driveway and lock it up and all that stuff. And, and Amy said they went, I, I, you know, she's kind of not freaking out, but she's like, she did a great job of waking me up, but not making me think that someone was dead. Not you doing know? the whole while you're dead to sleep. Like, and she's like, oh my God, the car's gone. Yeah, this is very important, but everybody's okay. Yes. So I look at my phone because we have uh, this VW and uh, the VW wasn't stolen. It was a Chevy Traverse. Okay. So the Traverse was the car I was driving. It was Amy's old Traverse. I was driving it because it had 170,000 miles and blah, blah, blah. And it had it's some problems that were coming up on it. And I was like, I'd rather drive it and let Harrison drive my car because I don't want him to have to worry about reliability. Yeah. And then Amy has a, bra a brand new Atlas. So whatever. So with the Atlas, you have this app that tells you like when the car doors have been opened and that kind of stuff. So it literally had happened like 20 minutes before she woke up because Amy had woke up and said, oh, I should pull the cars in. They're out in the driveway. She woke up at like 3 a.m. Yeah. She walks out there. Her car had been rifled through, and then the other car is completely gone. So she comes up, tells me. We call 911. They send an officer over, gives us a case number. He takes some, like, DNA samples out of the car, you know, just make to, to make sure. What were they doing in the car? I don't know. Who's to say? Out of her car. Yeah, I know. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, well, but they do it because they're trying to I'm being catch surprised. the people. So... We're leaving town in two days, right? I'm supposed to be gone to Atlanta in a, for a week, yeah. starting Friday morning at like 6 a.m. or whatever we're going to leave. And then I'm going to come back for one day. We're coming back that Friday, the following Friday, coming back one day, and then I'm supposed to go to Chicago for a week. Uh -huh. Now I have no car. 
So, you know, the officer's like, we're going to try and find it. The, the really crummy part about it was <laughs> I had cleaned up the basement because it was the basketball tournament, right? So the yeah. tournament's coming. We're going to have people over. You came over. We had a great time, watched all the games. It was fantastic. Like the first weekend is like one of my favorite parts of the year and one of my favorite sporting events is that in March Madness and the first weekend of March Madness. I love it. So I got all prepped, but I cleaned the basement out and I had put a bunch of stuff in the back of the car. I had a vintage receiver in there. I had a box that had all of my Xbox 360, yeah. PS3, PS4, a, some Atari games, like all this stuff, a, a box Genesis, like a black box Genesis, a Sonic, you know, one or Sonic two Genesis or whatever it was one, I think, you know, some mis just general miscellaneous other stuff. And that's the car they took and it had all that stuff in it. And I'm like, well, that fucking sucks. You know, like I've, I just put it out there a few days ago and I was going to take it to storage. I was actually going to take it to storage facility the day prior, but I had forgotten the key. I'd come downtown, didn't have the key on me, whatever, no big deal. So, <laughs> yeah, they, they take the car. The, the, then like the, we have the initial officer help us, right? The yeah. guy that was on patrol that night. The sergeant calls us the, the next day. Very nice guy, the, the township that we live in. Great guy. And, and he's like, we're going to try and find the car. I'm like, I hope you don't. I didn't say that, but I'm like, really, honestly, I'd rather just like not find it at this point. Who knows what's happened to it and all that. So anyway, a couple days fly by. It now, well, actually, it's Thursday night now. It's Thursday night at like 11.30 at night. Yeah. And the police officer calls me. I'm like, oh, here we go. He's found the car. I know. Like, you're not calling me at 11.30. The police are not calling you at 11.30 for no reason. So he calls me. He's like, we found your car. It was parked over in this place. They'd run it into a ditch, and the side view mirror was blasted off and all this stuff. And and he's like, there's still quite a bit of stuff in it, right? So, okay, no problem. Uh, and this was, and bring it back a little bit. This, you had already left. You were in Atlanta, no, right? No. Oh, you had This was the oh, night. Okay. This was 1130 at night before we're leaving. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. Okay, okay. So he come. So what he tells me is when he's like, they got, he just, he's like, I just happened to be over here towing on their car. And it was like in this place. And I saw it and I went over to it. And sure enough, it was, it was your car. So he tells me that there's like Amy's ID and some of her credit cards are sitting on the ground by the, by the car. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, a lot of stuff is kind of in here too. I'm not sure what you had and what you didn't. And come to find out, not all of it was there. Like they, they did take some stuff and whatever. I understood that. But, but he's like, we're going to have it towed. I'll have it towed over to this lot. Uh, you know, have your adjuster come look. Cause we have a, now we have a homeowner's claim and an auto claim we have to do and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I talked to the detective. The detective goes out to the car. She, again, takes, like, DNA samples. They're trying to, like, catch Because at this people. point, you're leaving the next day. Yeah. You can't physically go look at the car until, they, until the police release it. The detective said the car is on hold. You cannot do anything to it until I go look at it and do some DNA samples and try and investigate the car. Yes. No problem. They do that while I'm out of town. Now, we're not getting back till Friday, and I'm supposed to be gone for the entire week after. I'm supposed to be in Chicago for this sales kickoff thing. So I wind up reaching out to my boss on Saturday and saying, look, I, I can't get a rental car. It's spring break here. You, he knew what had happened. I told him about the car being taken yeah. and, and all that stuff. And I said, can I attend? Some of these people are doing this virtually. Can I do it virtually? He said, sure. So that worked out. Now, it didn't really help that much because honestly, I was in meetings from like 9 a.m. till 7 p.m. every day for four days. So the only difference was instead of sitting in Chicago, you were sitting in your basement. But what it did allow me to do was talk to the investigators, talk to the detective, talk to the sergeant, talk to the insurance people, talk to all these, you know, all these people I had to talk to in between these calls, or if I had to dip out, I could, whatever, neither here nor there. Like, again, I know this is, this, this is getting long. So 
Then they say, okay, we've released the car. You can come get your stuff out of it. And then we will give a full release so you can, like, they can take it. So I said, okay, no problem. You know, but I'm not going to be able to get there till Friday, right? This is like Monday or two. This is the last week. This is while I'm still in Atlanta. Yeah. So the following week is when I'm going to be able to do it, but I'm not going to be able to do it Monday through Thursday because they're only open like 10 to six or whatever. And I'm never going to make it. And your over meetings there. are from like yeah, eight, to nine six. to seven. Yeah. So that Friday, I'm like, I'm going to get up that morning. I don't have any, I've got calls, but it's nothing too much, right? We're going to, everybody's kind of yeah. still traveling from sales kickoff and all that. So I go over there. <laughs> it's cold. It's rainy. The car is in a muddy lot. The doors are locked because they had, they took the only set of keys. The keys were not recovered. So now the car, the car is locking itself because it thinks someone's stealing it. Cause the guy has to slim Jim it open, right? Like the, the, the lot has to slim Jim it open. And that also means that the, it's a traverse with a hatch. The hatch doesn't open. So I have these big things I got to get out of the car, but I can't get them out to the back of the car. And I'm, it's also parked in between two other cars pretty closely. So I'm trekking through the mud as it rains and it's freezing cold, pulling my stuff out of the side of the car. Hmm. Yeah. And it was, it was a, it was a, it was a grand time was had by all a few things about that. And again, I know this is blah, blah, blah. And we're talking for a while here, but when I was going through the car myself, I found an appointment card for somebody that I did not know. (laughs) And I verified with Amy, who was the only other person that ever drives the car that it wasn't hers as well. So gave that information to the police, gave the card to the police and it, it might take them right to the person that did it. <laughs> How funny would that be if they're sitting in the lobby of whatever this appointment was for? Yeah. And they're just like, hey, what's I kind of want to go. I have a picture of the card. I kind of want to go and see who shows up. When's the appointment? In August. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's a ways out. It's a ways out, but they might bust them before then because another interesting thing is this. The things they took out of the car were, they took my bowling balls. Weird. Okay. But not, but, but not like the vintage receiver sitting right next to him worth 600 bucks. They took this small box of games that had like a couple of NES games and it was all dupes of stuff that I was going to put in my storage facility. Again, that's why I was on the car. But then there was a giant box of all my Xbox and PS3 and all that stuff I talked about was in the back and they had ripped that box open and not took it. But they took the little box and they, the, it just was kind of weird what they took and what they didn't. So like my, the officer says, well, maybe they were trying to like do a smash and grab and get out. And I'm like, well, why would you take bowling balls? It's the, literally the heaviest, most difficult thing to move. Like the box was 10 times lighter than the bowling balls. You know, it couldn't weigh 15 pounds, whatever. I mean, I'm assuming yeah. probably worth more. I mean, I know oh, bowling easily. balls were n- nice balls, the, but you had some nice balls. Pits. Thanks. But it was, I mean, it's a matter of those games were probably worth more. The, the games were, it was probably a $2,000 market value box of games in the bowling balls. Honestly, on the, on the secondary market are worth nothing oh, yeah. because they're custom drilled for me and used bowling balls worth about 20% of what they are new a lot of the times, depending on yeah. what it is. And then the bag and shoes, like who's buying that stuff? You're not getting, you're getting pennies on the dollar for that. So whatever. So the other interesting part is Harrison comes to me and says, this is like the Thursday night of the sales kickoff. The sales kickoff yeah. is now ended. And I think it's Thursday night. And Harrison says, hey, do you need like Adventures of Lolo 2 or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 for your NES collection, like the boxes? And I'm like, why? And he goes, well, we got them in. And I said, were they in box protectors? Yeah. I said, did you pick them up or look at them? He goes, oh, I picked up Lolo. It felt really light. I said, that's because they're box only, Harrison. And those were mine. (laughs) Someone took the stuff 
to Media Reload, where Harrison works, Amy's son, right? Small town. Like, people don't think about this, but yeah. there are only so many outlets where you can go fence these stolen goods, right? So they take it over to Media Reload, bring their ID, which they take a copy of, got their address, and guess what? <laughs> I think we have our prime suspect. <laughs> I would, yeah. Maybe. So, so we'll see about all that. But yeah, so anyway, uh, recovered that. I didn't claim that on my insurance. They're paying us out on the car. The car was totaled. No problem. I'm actually going to get a pretty good payout on the car. So I'm happy about that. Now I have to go buy a car, which is not the most enviable time in the world to go do that, but it's cool. I got to do it anyway. And, but yeah, right now the happy ending is we got rid of the car that I didn't really love. Anyway, we got a good payout on it. I got a majority of my stuff back. They're going to pay us out pretty well for the stuff that was in the car and I made a pretty extensive list and, and, and it's all fine. It's really just more of the, inc- like, first of all, the fact that someone would just get in your car and drive off on it is yeah. like, you're, you're fucked in the head. Like, what is wrong with you? And, and, and second Even of, better when you do that and then you sell somebody's games that you have yeah. to use your ID to get yeah. them or to yeah. sell them. I like this. Valdor says, get a junker and buy stadium events. I'm way ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we, we might just be buying a new car and financing it and none of the money might go towards the car. <laughs> so yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're right here on that, uh, Valdor. So, but yeah, so that's that, if that gives you a little bit of idea as to why we haven't been on that April 1st or whatever, April, it would have been that the whole, 30, like, May, March 31st pocket. that it was, we were never, it was just, yeah, everything going on there was a complete nightmare. So it was just never gonna, it was never going to happen. And, and, uh, we've, Jay and I have decided that we're going to put together some pocket episodes yes. that we can throw in. If something like this happens again, we want to at least be able to post something. And you want to talk about the idea a little bit that we came up with? Yeah, we can talk, we about, can it talk about it. All right. Sure. So it's a, it, it's a work in progress, of course. Um, I think we got the details down finally, though, because yeah, we tried to so. dry run and it, it was we, a disaster. It wasn't a disaster. It just would have been better with our original idea and not what we changed the idea to. We should have just yes. stuck with what we originally conceived. Yes. But our plan is, so what we're going to do is we're going to put a couple small episodes together and they'll be recorded. Of course, we're not going to do them live, but those will be just a fallback, like a best of type in the can, deal. as yes. they say in the industry. Sure. We're going to have some, good. we're going to have some uh, shows in the can that yeah. if we need to just drop a quick episode up, it will be a very simple thing to do. It'll be pre-edited and it's going to be, a, it'll be 20 to 30 minutes and yeah. tell about them about half hour the, yeah. and what we're going to do. So it'll basically be, so of course everybody knows I'm collecting super Nintendo set. Now Mike of course is minus the stadium events. He's collecting the Nintendo set. Yeah. So I think the, the most, the most succinct way to put it is we've loaded up every NES game into one wheel of names. Yes. We've loaded up every SNES. These are all licensed us games, right? Into another wheel. And we will spin those wheels. We will have it choose a game. Once it chooses a game, we remove it from the wheel. So we never do a duplicate. And then whatever those games are, we'll play them for five minutes. And then we'll talk about them for five minutes each. Mm -hmm. And we tried 10. Okay. So I originally said, let's do it for five. (laughs) Or then I said, no, no, not, not five. Let's, let's try 10. Five is probably not long enough. Then we got our first, we did our first spin and it came back as Man, Mr. Sneeze over here. It came back as Cybernoid for NES and Weapon Lord for the SNES. And I'm going to tell you, it was tough to try and play a couple of those games for more than five minutes. 
So we, at that point, we recorded it. We tried to do 10 and it was just that we were burning a bunch of time doing it. And I was like, we just, this isn't going to make any sense. So that'll be a lost episode that one of these days we'll post for you guys. Uh, you know, if we ever have some exclusive thing or whatever, we'll, we'll make sure you guys get access to it. But, but yeah, so ultimately, uh, we we're going to go five and I, I came up with what I, th- I, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but yeah, get your mic on there. Thank God we're going five. Tell me if I'm wrong. Oh my God. 10 was way too long. You played, you started playing weapon Lord and two minutes later, you're like, is it been five minutes, 10 minutes no, yet? It says it's been 10 yet. You were like, no, you're about to 90 seconds in. Yeah. But, uh, the name I, 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 I think, I think is a good name is the Nintendo tapes. Because we're going to be playing Nintendo tapes. And that, when we were kids, were, that was what everybody called Nintendo games. Yeah, was no. Ninten- You got well, one of the, them new Nintendo tapes? The stupid people did. Well. I did. Okay. <laughs> Cybernoid is just misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, it's misunderstood. It also, there's something peculiar about that game in that I don't want to go too far in it because we're still going to no, do, do it. we're going to do it. We're still going to do it. But I'm curious about what the gravitational pull of the planet that this this ship is on because oh, it made me think about his back to future too. Man, this is heavy. Yeah. Is, is there, there something some, with the gravity in the future? future? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I felt too. So that's, that's been my few weeks and I do apologize that we've been gone and we do, we're going to come up with a contingency plan to make sure that even if we're not around, we can still get something up for you guys to listen to. And we appreciate the support and, and people reached out and said, is everything okay? You know, how is everything? Are you guys all right? Uh, a few people kind of knew what was going on, but a lot of people did not. So uh, I do apologize for the absence. I appreciate your guys' patience with us. I appreciate you listening, watching, and interacting always, regardless of how long it's been or what's going on. But but I think we'll you you won't you won't be seeing this uh, you know month long gaps ever no, again. No. So we've we've got a good thing in place. So and worst case scenario, I mean to kind of draw I guess a little bit of a line with that is if we do have gaps, we will still have we'll have something coming out it may not be live but we'll at least have something so with that i think it's time to get into collecting update it's been a month we should have something i got nothing how about you yeah i got nothing all right moving on peachy monster the show topic is peachy keen peachy keen so do you want why don't you go first oh i gotta go first you gotta go first are you ready no here here look at this i'm looking at it i got it right here well then fine never mind yeah so i actually got a few things i'm kind of excited about that i know no i did i got some stuff so john of course retro game enthusiast our buddy from the the famicom king he actually uh got me uh he he was nice enough he sent me a dozen games uh for nintendo games of course i don't have yet which was awesome super nintendo yeah super nintendo sorry and uh he actually sent me a sealed copy 
of I don't even remember what uh, you don't even remember. That's what makes me the most upset about this whole thing. I know Vegas steaks. Vegas steaks. Jay? That's it. Vegas steaks. So Jay, steal a copy of Vegas t- steaks. Tell them why this is important, though. What are you doing? People, not everybody that's listening knows. What are you? What I'm are you, collecting the set. I'm doing the whole the whole North American release. The whole NTSC U yes. licensed SNES yes. set. Yes, seven hundred and twenty-seven games. Yep, and we got a list, and you've checked off fourteen, I think now. Ah. Uh, Something like that. No, John sent me 13. Well, you've got Double Dragon 5. And you got me Double Dragon 5. Well, you've got a dupe of Ken, Ken Griffey. Well, no, I have one Ken Griffey. Oh, you have the because box. Because you gave me the box, yeah. which I have a CIB that's right, Griffey that's right. now. Okay. Actually, no, I don't have the manual. Anybody got a Ken Griffey baseball manual? I need one. I don't know if you will. There's no manual in that box? No, no Oh, we'll find you box. one of those. There's probably five at Kyle's shop. But I found yeah, I got that. Mike <laughs> actually gave me the box a while back because I was a huge Griffey fan growing up as a kid. Yep. So... That's why I got that. But John sent me the actual cart for it. So now I have that. So that's pretty cool. Um, so I thank John again a million times over. It was awesome he did that. So he's a good guy. John's good people. Everybody knew that, though. That's he kind is. Of a gimme. John's a great guy. Yep. So I also uh, picked up a couple records. Actually, half of them you picked up for me. Um, so I got uh, Mars Volta. Go ahead. I don't stop pointing at stuff. Then you derail me and then I fall apart. So, no, I got a couple Mars Volta records, so I ended up getting um, the Tremulant EP. Yeah, Tremulant. Which you picked up for me Glow from in the Jerry. Dark. Yep. Did you get that from Jerry? No, you ordered it. I ordered those you from ordered SRC, Jerry yeah. Jerry sold through those. Um, yep. But when you were in Atlanta, you got uh, Francis, Francis the, Mute. the Mute. You found yep. a copy of that, which I was super excited which about. Which was so. also on Glow in the Dark. Yeah, super weird. I was like, I didn't know until I, I took the picture and sent you. I was like, hey, and these are not cheap. Like, these reissues are ridiculously priced. Yes. And I'm like, do you want this? And he's like, yeah get it and i'm like all right cool because they had that and amputecture yes but it was like i wasn't going to take a loan out to buy no and i ridiculous yeah i went to criminal records down there in little five points i I lived in atlanta for like 12 years and and uh you know there are some places when i go back that i always want to be able to visit so yeah when i was there i got to visit my buddies that i played poker with on a regular basis we had a game on that thursday night went to criminal records hit my game shops which we'll talk about a little bit here too i don't even have the notes in here but uh yeah go ahead but yeah then um of course Run the Jewels repressed their records. Minus Run the Jewels 4. They repressed yeah, one, through, one three. through 3. Yep. Uh, Jerry actually got 1 and 3 in stock. So I picked up Run the Jewels 1 and 3, which is surprising. They actually repressed those on the colored vinyl they originally pressed them in, which was Same awesome. Color. Yeah. Yes. So 3 is on gold vinyl, and uh, 1 is on red and black split vinyl, So, yep. which is really cool. Um, backtracking to the glow in the dark, if there's any people that do, I don't know who else collects records on here. But normally, glow in the dark is trash as far as from a pressing from standpoint. a fidelity perspective. It is very poor. Yes, I'm really, and really, I'm not a big nerd about that. But I like clear white and glow in the dark are like generally considered the worst yes. when it comes to like how they sound. If you're like a discerning yes. nerd about listening, and I haven't listened to Francis yet, but yeah. I did put on the. Uh, Tremulant EP, mm-hmm. and it's surprisingly really good. It sounds it sounds pretty good. Well, you got a nice little kit there, so yeah, well, that helps. Yeah, sometimes it exposes the flaws, but in your case, yeah. maybe it just makes covers it them sounds up. better. Makes sound better. All makes right. it sounds better. Derp. And then what else? Oh, the other thing I got. So I've been looking for a copy of Castlevania Anniversary for the Switch from Limited Run. Yep. And I know everybody's getting Limited Run's trash. Whatever. I still wanted it because yeah. it's cool. It's got Castlevania 1, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. It's got Kid Dracula. Uh, Kid Dracula. It's got Super Castlevania 4. It's got. You're a Super Castlevania 4. I am Super Castlevania 4. You wish you were that good. It's got uh, 
both it's got the Castlevania two Belmont Belmont's Return, I think is what it's called. Yeah. For the Game Boy. And then it's got the Castlevania I don't remember what the other Castlevania was called for the Game Boy. It has both of those. Yeah. And then what else does it have on it? Does it have bloodlines on it? Probably, I don't know. I think know. it had bloodlines on it too. Why I not? That, but it was cool to get, and you actually found that for me too down in Atlanta. So that's a good segue. Yes, and I'll kind of jump in here because I think are you, that's it, right? Yeah, that's all I had. So yeah, I'll kind of I'll kind of start. <laughs> Valdor says I grabbed a copy, but I can't bring myself to open it. Me either, buddy. Grab a copy of what? Jay opened your Castlevania collection. Oh, that thing was open that night. Jay opened it right it. away. Mine's still sitting there sealed because I'm like, why well, am all these games? I, I can have play no them. I opened same thing with no, record, I when I get the records. I open them. I haven't even listened I, to that Mars Volta yet. Yep. The and, Francis the Mutant. It's opened already. No. And then so Matty says RTJ is obviously a run the jewels fan. John mentioned that uh, he might have a manual for you for Ken Griffey. And also that uh, Peachy Keen is the new name for Peachy Pom Pom, which uh, he's going to have to elaborate on that one. Uh, yeah, I just I just couldn't me either, man. I haven't been able to open it yet because it looks like an NES game. It's like in the same box and style. It does. And all it's even got the so, little yeah. run, put a little I, yep. cardboard, yep. the plast, black plastic sleeve. It's yep, got there's a cardboard a sleeve, sleeve inside it. of it. I wouldn't know because I don't mind. I watched I you have. open yours. And then um, Little Man 464 says we should do an episode about the console wars, the Genesis and SNES. And I think that's a, I think that's a great idea. I would love to do that kind of an episode at some oh, point. For sure. Because I'm telling you, go listen to that audio book, the console wars. It's amazing. It gives you the point of view of Sega from, um, and Tom Kalinske and everything that was going on at Sega at the time. Yeah. So definitely worth it. So, yeah, anyway, I go to a store in Atlanta. It's northeast of Atlanta. It's actually out in the suburbs, outside of the perimeter there. Uh, I think it's called Video Game Trader or whatever it is. Fine store. They had a lot of great stuff. Their prices were so weird. The, they had a boxed copy of The Legend of Zelda for NES, and it was a first print. It was a TM, first print, circle seal. The box was not in great shape. The manual was okay, but they had it at like 200 bucks. And I was like, that's cheap now, especially for a first print, like a first print circle still TM and you had the right cart, right manual. It was the game pack version, not the cassette version of the manual, but they're both considered first prints, I guess. So um, that's thanks to our friend, uh, Def Code, Zero X Def Code that, that does all the Zelda oh, yeah, uh, yeah. info. And, uh, but, but so they had that there. I didn't buy it. Cause I'm like, I have two of these <laughs> and have I, bought it. I probably should have, but buy that's not, but then like that's, so that's like 200 bucks. They had Panzer Dragoon Saga for Saturn and they wanted $1,800 for it. Holy shite. Like, dude, like, okay. I understand that sometimes there's like an upcharge or you char like some people want to base their prices off of what's available, not what's sold or whatever. And I think that's stupid. Okay. I'll be, I'm not very, I'm not usually like Mr. Hot Take or forthcoming with very hard takes and dances, but pricing something off of what it's being sold for versus what it has sold for is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yes. Okay. So, I, but my point is, I have no idea where they got this price from because to your point, they had two copies of the Castlevania collection for Switch by Limited Run Games in the little NES box and they were all sealed and brand new and they were $70. These things are like $120 to $150 on eBay. So why the hell did I pay you $120 for this game? Oh, because so what happened was. <laughs> so, um, I kid, I kid. Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so they had. No, they anyway, had yeah, no, it's anyway. 70 bucks. So that was $70. And I'm like, what's going on in this store? They had a Play Choice 10, like upright arcade, not the tabletop, the upright. $1,500. That's a deal if you ask me. If Should I would have... <laughs> buddy, I might. Okay? I, I'm half tempted to drive down there and get it. 
And it's, yep. it's 11 hours. Anybody road trip? Anybody in Atlanta that's listening, they can get that thing for me and get it to me. I'm in, man. No, we'll just see, let's do a road trip. Or we can do that too. Whatever. We I'm can sure pick John's up. down. Oh, John. Well, he'd have to come east. He's way west now. He could meet us in Kansas City, guys, the West Coast. Bring some barbecue, meet us in Sounds Tennessee. Good. But, uh, but yeah, so anyway, the prices were just weird. And I kept yes. saying, I'm going to go back. I'll go shop again there. The only other thing I bought there was I bought a Town & Country Surf Designs 2 Thrillist Surfari Manual, which was cheap, and in like a little plastic container, right? Like they, they, it was in nice shape, and it was pretty cheap. Like the little mini, almost like comic book seal bag type. Yeah, Delia. like the bags for yeah. the little manuals. Yeah. And you can buy them at retroprotection.com, who I've purchased from a number of times. Not sponsored, by the way, but great customer service. That we don't dude, have any sponsors. We just like plugging people. Mm, yeah, I'd rather just plug people than have people give us stuff. Yeah, that's cool. That I can get stuff. stuff. I don't care. I didn't go back. The only other thing I bought there was a complete in box copy of Pit Fighter. And it was like $20, which is way too much. Trash. But we had just talked about Pit Fighter. I didn't have it, it was a nice shape. You know, but they had a lot of cool stuff, but it was just like, it was like my first thing I had gone to do while I was there. And I'm like, I don't want to buy a bunch of stuff. Yeah. We're on vacation. And so I didn't. But anyway, so yeah. So should have got that play choice 10. <sighs> I know. You should just went over there with the kids and been like, hey guys, why don't you hop out and go check out the stuff? To be fair, I and thought I was going to have to replace my entire Xbox 360 collection, which is not that much. It's probably 30 or 40 games, but it's all good stuff. It's like Orange Box, Castlevania. It's good things. It's yeah. not just a bunch of like trash you know, Madden or whatever, no offense to rest in peace and rest in power King. I don't want to, you know, disparage the good name of Mr. John Madden, but, but, but I, I was still in this, like, I don't know what the hell's going to happen space with everything. So I was like, I don't really want to spend too much money and blah, 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 whatever. So anyway, the other things I bought were <laughs> yesterday I'm driving back up, you know, picked up Connor on a Wednesday, which is unusual. I took the rest of the week off. It's his spring break. Yeah. I went in on the way up. I'm friends with the guy who runs the uh, store in Bowling Green. Good guy. Uh, I'll plug his store. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put his business out there, but his name is John runs Rock'em Sock'em Retro right down in like, you know, Main Street, Bowling Green, Ohio. Great Good store. Great guy. Good yeah. store. Never get a chance great, to go out there. Just, yeah, stop in. Great dude. Very fair. Former collector. And he is the person who's out there trying to help me find stadium events. He knows everybody. He's been a collector for years and now has owned a store for years. He knows everybody in the business. He knows everybody here and there and all that stuff. And he's got all these connections. So when they go up for sale, he knows, right? And and he's going to let me know. And he's the one kind of keeping me abreast of what's going on with all that. So we go in there and I'm BSing with him. We're just catching up. And, you know, we're, we're talking about possibly going to Cleveland to do the CCAG show. I'm like, I'll come out there and help him and those kind of things. It'll be fun. Like, I would, I think that'd be cool. And, but then I'm standing there and like Connor found like a Bowser plush he wanted. And that was really it. And I had found a couple of like boxed NES games that were cheap. So like bases loaded and bases loaded three. They were super cheap. I'm like, I don't have these. Let's buy them, whatever. And then as I'm checking out, I'm kind of standing there. I'm like, is that a boxed U-Force? And he's like, yeah, that's for sale, right? And he goes, Every, he doesn't collect anymore at all. Like he's sometimes he was the one that said like, you almost make me miss it like collecting, like when we, when I was chasing the set stuff, but he was like, <laughs> yeah, 
And I said, well, like, how much are we talking? I don't know what a box. I have no concept. I've never bought a U-Force. The only time I've ever actually seen one in person was at a thrift store, and it was trashed years ago when I wasn't collecting. And I thought, of course it's at a thrift store. No one would ever want this thing. We're going to show hands who has a U-Force. Yeah, well, on this podcast and the five people listening, I'm going to guess that at least 40% of the the five viewers on Twitch (laughs) are going to tell me. I know of at least two that probably have one. Manny and John, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess they do. And if they're listening right now and they can jump in, great. Let, let us know. I feel like Manny owes two-fisted one. Like I know, two of them but I know he has one because we talked about it. So oh, well. it's, it's unfair. Like, yeah. I have a little advantage. Oh, yeah. John, there you go, John. I got, got a nice CIBU for us. I knew it. John has one. And mine's nice, too. In fact, Manny goes, yours is nicer than mine. And I'm like, that's how I knew he had one. Uh, but, but yeah, so I was texting with uh, Robbie yesterday, and he goes, I said, it's almost like nobody ever used it. <laughs> it was complete in box, had everything, all the accessories, the two manuals, all, everything. It was, it's like the, the cardboard, everything. It's really, it's really ironically, nice. nobody ever used yeah, it. <laughs> it's a shelf piece. I'll use it. What we'll probably do is we'll have an episode where we have to use it. And the next thing I bought. The next thing I bought, I was oh, over. Yeah. At, I was over at Kyle's today. Stopped in to see him with Connor. Connor wanted to go over and visit. Oh, I don't know about this. You didn't tell me what you got. Connor, or yeah, yeah. Kyle has a complete in box. Had a complete in box Sega Activator. Shut up. No, I have to talk. It's part of the show. Oh yeah, okay. I'm fifty percent of it. So you got that. So I picked up the activator. I got a, yeah. What the hell is it? You didn't even tell it's me It's out it. in the car, man. Fucker. Which probably has been stolen. I was so. say, are the keys in it still? <laughs> yeah, the keys are in it. It was running and now it's gone. It's a rental. Who cares? Uh, I got the insurance. But no, so I, I snagged that. Uh, I was like, because it was funny. I was, Robbie and I were talking about it on the way home last night as I drove back. He and I were yeah. on the phone and we, we were laughing about the U-Force. And then he said, have you ever used a Sega activator? I said, the only time I've ever seen one set up was in the angry video game nerd video where he does like the Christmas episode yeah. and the one dude's in it with him. That's just hilarious. I think that guy's so funny, but, uh, but, but then like literally the very next day I'm sitting back in Kyle's office and I look over and there's a boxed one sitting there like, Oh my God, I have to buy this stupid fucking thing. And I got it all out and I built how, it. How does Kyle find this stuff? Some of it's already just been sitting there and I've ignored it until I realized, um, it's yeah. just astounding to me because I think about like, so, and most everybody knows clearly who Maddie O is. Um, do they? Well, I'm sure they know more than I do. Uh, but you guys have seen that we had Maddie O at Kyle's and they were, we posted the pictures, I think both on Facebook and Instagram of you and Kyle and Maddie O with the power gloves on. Yeah, yeah. It was on Facebook and it was yeah. all over the place. I know and he, if you he posted zoom it. in. Because Matteo was so shocked by the stuff Kyle had, and that's another one of those things. Oh, yeah. It's like the dude gets all the stuff that's just wild that n- nobody gets. It's in a lot of the times, it's, it's stuff that has been sitting there because the old owner would buy things and never put it out or sell it. Yeah. So he would just go and, you know, I don't know, he would just, it would just sit on a shelf. So when Kyle bought the place, he bought all that stuff that has sat on the shelf in the back and, and nobody ever going through it. So, so I go, yeah. Cause I, you know, I'm Mr. Fancy pants. I get to go through it and like, see it and go, well, with a Sega activator, good to have a Sega activator. How could I not have one of those? <laughs> like what, what kind of an idiot collector would I be if I didn't have one? True. Yeah, it's true. You'd be an idiot collector without one. Now you're yeah. an idiot collector now, with one. Now it's very similar. Yes. <laughs> There's not a lot of disparity between the two, but so one more thing I got. It's not even one thing; it's a few things. The because I kind of want to. We got to do the giveaway. That's the next thing we're going to do. Yes, but I am going to segue into the episode because one of the things I do 
when I get together with Jay and talk about the episode and what we're going to do is if there's a hole in my collection of something I want and it's going to be an episode we're going to talk about, I'll usually go out and find it. So I did that. This this episode, our our episode this this week is going to be about our type for the TurboGrafx 16. Now we're going to deviate, right? We're going we're going to talk about different platforms for it and where it came from and all that stuff. What I did was I went out and said, I don't have our type for the PC engine, either one of them, and I don't have our type complete for the PC engine uh, Super CD-ROM or the Turbo Duo as it's known in North America. And then I didn't have our type for the Sega Master System. But that's all been rectified now. So yes. if you're watching the live stream, you can see that they're all prominently displayed right in the middle there. I had a copy of our type in my hand for Sega Master System. It was complete. And I was out in Xenia, which is a suburb of Dayton. And I, there's a store there that I always stopped at because they had good VHS tapes and they were cheap. It was one of the very few game swap. Yeah. You could go there and they had like games, but they would also have VHS. And I was like, they were cheap. So I went, I, that, but they had a copy there one time and I'm like, I don't know why I didn't buy it. I'm like, why did I buy that? And then I wanted buying it and it didn't cost me much more, but I, I should have just bought it at that point. So anyway, we're going to do our type. There they are prominently displayed, but that's something I added to my collection. Now it is time for the giveaway. I wish we would have done this a little earlier. Da, 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 da. So last episode, if you guys can remember from four or five years ago, last Olympics, <laughs> when we did this. Was that summer or winter? It was spring Olympics, buddy. It was COVID. We're COVID Olympics. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put up the wheel here, okay? That's a clean copy. We, last episode, we talked about giving away a copy of Castlevania Symphony of the Night for PS1, and it is a Greatest Hits edition, okay? So, I can see so it the board if you can so see it is. over there to, to Jay's, uh, to my right, stage left, and what we said was, you have to tell us the phone number you had to call to get hot tips about Bill Ambeer's combat basketball. Oh, God. And for SNES. Which, I'm so glad that all of you watched that commercial because, man, what a banger that commercial was. I also said, if you give me the extension, you get two. You get two entries. So there you go, man. We got all of our entries in our entry wheel here. All right? And we're going to give it a spin. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. You want to click it or you want me to click it? Yeah, go ahead and click it. All right. Everybody can see it, right? They can see it. Okay, yep, good. it's on the stream there. Ready? Ready. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Good luck to everybody, and thank you all for entering. Greatest hits. Here we go. RPG Bros wins. Man, I tape flipper was right there. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> I feel like I need to send tape flipper like a consolation prize. We're getting stickers and I got a couple other things. We got to send him something because, man, that was so I thought he had it. But I'm happy for RPG Bros. So thank yes, you, nice. everybody, for entering. Congratulations to RPG Bros. So let's talk. I want to talk a little bit about the release of this game. Let's do it. Perfect, because I want to. All right. So our type was a really unique release because on the PC Engine, which is how it was originally released, and it was released in March of 1988, this game came out in, like, what, May of 87 for the arcade. It was yes. a huge hit. I think it said it got the... Uh, the It was the runner-up in the 8-bit game of the year in the arcades or whatever it was. Uh, and it was that popular in Japan. And it, it, it finished second to what? Remember, remember what it finished second to? Oh, I can't remember now. You're going to have to tell me. I forgot. Operation Wolf. Yeah, Operation Wolf. It's Operation Wolf. It was not Bill Ambeer. I wish it was Bill Ambeer. 
Bill Lambert. <laughs> that Bill just Lambert. goes Mr. Sports Guy over here with the sports references. Bill Lambert. <laughs> John does like the sports ball. <laughs> but but anyway, so so yeah, this game came out May of '87. Okay, and then they decided they being Irem. Irem is the developer, and we should. I'm I'm For sorry. Yes. We we don't have the notes laid out the way I want because of whatever because of everything that's been going on in my life. But Irem was the developer of this game. They put it out in the arcades. They also did the port to Turbo Graphics PC Engine in in Japan. So when they put this game out in Japan on the PC Engine in 1988, the the limit on Hue cards, which is the platform you used for the PC Engine Turbo Graphics, was two megabits. Which is, if you really actually do the math, is 256k because a megabit is one is eight. Mega or eight megabits would be one megabyte. Yes. So two megabits is going to be two hundred fifty six kilobytes. Okay. That is that is a very small amount of memory. Okay. Back then it was a lot though. It, well, it was the it was the theoretical limit at the time of the Hue yes. cards. So what they had to do was they released this game in two pieces. They released R Type One, which is over here, and R Type Two, which is right next okay? to it. Okay. And R Type One was the first four levels, eight levels to this vertical shooter, yep. right? A horizontal shooter. <laughs> I keep I keep doing that because I'm okay. a moron. But and and they released that in, in March of '88, which is only ten months after the game came out. So to me, I'm like, that's a that's a pretty quick turnaround to move from an arcade, which was very popular, right, to to a home game platform, especially back then, where it's like, I don't know, man, that seems like a quick turnaround. That's pretty good though. And then they put the other four levels on R Type Two, which came out in June, which was what? That's three months later, essentially. That they put it out. Which is so crazy to think about that, that they, it's one complete game. Right. So when we say R-Type 1 and 2 for the PC Engine, it's that's still, the first four levels, the second four levels. That's of R-Type. R-Type for the Turbo Graphics. Yes. The tur- by the time that came out in, in the U.S., which was November of 89, you could get a four megabit Hue card, no problem. They, they, <laughs> RAM had come down in, in cost, and, and being able to have a larger uh, larger memory on a Hue card was, was possible. Yes. So they were able to put the entire game on one release right like one hue mm-hmm. card so but yeah so it i i always thought that was interesting that it was broken up and then if you had purchased our type one and you finished it the first four levels they would give you a password that you would use i think hit like i don't want to say start and select because that was usually how you would reset i think it was uh one and select is i think one and select is how that's a whole other thing on on the other one one and select is how you do the little trick on the U.S. version. Uh-huh. I don't remember. Maybe that's what I was reading. But it's something you, you put in a key code, and then you were able to go put the the password that you were supplied for beating the first four levels, and then you could continue with your game and whatever you had. And I just knocked something over. But so yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Like, how often do you see a game? Like the complete game is literally split in half, and you have to buy. I mean, nowadays with DLC and people buying games that aren't done, and you know the whole Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Like, but 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 back then it was like you 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 converted a game or you ported it or you wrote it for a platform and you put it out. And it was very yeah. rare that you saw a game like broken up like that. So I thought that was uh, very interesting. Yeah, Sonic and Knuckles versus Sonic Three is is a good example where like. It's like not really a complete version of something, and then they finished it by by releasing it later. But that's you could play those independently, kind of. You didn't need Sonic Three to play Sonic and Knuckles, but you could play it with Sonic Two and uh, so. Yes, it's a good point, but but that was after, right? Obviously, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, so I thought that was I always thought that was interesting that you know R Type had this weird kind of stick not stigma, but like 
lore about it because I was I when I was a kid I had no idea. I was like, what's our? Why is there an R type one and an R type two? You know, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, but R type two is not R type two. It's part two of R type one. Yes. Anyway. I digress. It's like a double VHS. That's exactly right. But you had to buy one half of the movie in March, and then the other half you could buy in June. It's like a, it's like the Who Shot Mr. Burns. Uh, we putting those on two VHS. Um. Anyway, so why don't you tell me a little bit about the gameplay and story of our type? Yeah, I can't. Let me. I was sorry. I was looking to see what those codes were. I couldn't find them again. I had them earlier. I don't care. Okay, well, if you don't care. <laughs> Either way, whatever. Listen, man, nobody cares, okay? Get to the gameplay and story. All right. I'm when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> Never. Go ahead. All right, so it's a side-scrolling shooter. Yes. Right? I mean, it's There's eight levels. Yeah, There's eight a number levels. of power-ups. You can get shields. You can get lasers. You can get additional guns or whatever it is, whatever you want to call them, like the, the extra floating turrets or whatever that helps yes. shoot. Sometimes you can shoot straight horizontally. Sometimes you, you shoot at a 45-degree angle. And there's a, there's a varying number of power-ups. The real problem, as we talked about uh, at times, is... Man, the puzzle element. Okay, we got it. I'll get you. Don't worry. Robbie's killing us on the puzzle element here. I know, man. But it's it's uh, now I've completely lost my train of thought. Thanks, Robbie. I, this is why I don't look at the chat when I'm talking. Um, You're talking about the puzzle elements. <laughs> no, I was not. That is not true. That I know. I am 100% sure that was not the case. Uh, but no, it's just one of those like... You die... And then it's in, it's so much more difficult. Like you, I, I wish that you kept your stuff. I wish that you kept all your power ups because I always kind of yes. get to the same point in this game and I'm going to have to watch a video to kind of learn how to get through it because I get to the same point in this game and then I die and I try different things, but I always wind up dying. And then I'm there, and then I'm there butt naked. Robbie Coleman. Who? It's even better when Q-tips on it. What is it, little girl? Oh, oh, hold on. Go ahead. I heard we're talking about the puzzle element. Okay. <laughs> yes! You are correct, sir. I don't really want to talk about it, but I just wanted to derail you from whatever you were talking about in the moment. <laughs> the good news is I don't remember, so this is perfect. Exactly. But now that we're here, we might as well talk about the puzzle element. Yeah, and why, Robbie, would we do that? Because I'm bad. <laughs> Robbie's bad. Tell me about the puzzle element. It's something I hadn't thought about, Robbie. It's there. Don't worry, John. You haven't missed the puzzle it's element. There. Yet. It's there. It's there. It's there. John, John says, I stepped away. Did I miss the conversation on the puzzle elements? <laughs> good, good luck recutting this. Yeah, this is Jay's problem now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, remember that smart ass. Good. So Robbie, yeah. Tell me about so there's the- this game. There's this game. It's a shooter where is you it, move from left, left to right. Is it called R type? Horizontally, that is. And uh <laughs> not vertically? There's, there's there's this puzzle element to it and it's really hard and you shoot stuff and then the game's over. And stuff. That's, that's it. I, I I don't know what it's called. The, the name's escaping me at the it's moment. Something but. type. Is yeah, it typing or, of the dead? Or, or, or something? I don't know, but 
I don't know. You're going to have to figure that out. Edit that in later. Yes, sir. Is it Gradius? Yeah, that's it. Blazing lasers. That's right. Blazing lasers. That's it. Mm -hmm. Robbie knew this. Blazing lasers. But there's a puzzle element in general in our type that I think was made it stand out more than other shooters. Up until that point, at least. I think that was what they're going for, where the, the giant bosses had memorization and like you had to shoot the little ball thing to trap it on different sides of the boss and stuff so it would do damage and like a target you couldn't otherwise hit on your own if you're just playing a standard shooter let me ask you this would you relate it to something like mega man like the mega man games whenever i think of pattern recognition (laughs) and like that kind of thing that's the first thing i always think of Yes, but the little extender orb thing, whatever the fuck you want to call it, adds the mechanic that that kind of destroys the Mega Man analogy. Okay, that's not destroying it. That's, that's, but that's rude. But it I'm destroying. But I'm saying like the Mega Man to me, like Mega Man Two is an easy game because I understand when to do what, and that's just pattern. That's muscle memory and pattern behavior, like be- behavioral, like you know, work where yeah. I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what's You're happening right. here. So that's You're that's right. kind of what I mean more so is to say Mega Man 2 is not a difficult game because I know how to circumvent and and manipulate the enemies to be able to defeat them, right? And I also understand yeah. like when I have to do a thing or edge towards a screen or jump up to give me visibility or whatever it is. And our type is kind of like that same kind of game where you have to understand what's coming at you. And, and the only way you will ever do that is by playing it a number of times, right? That is yeah. how you defeat yeah. it. So the difference 100%. with that, though, is you can't beat our type, Mike. No, I cannot. I've never, I'm okay. not pretending I can either. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to, like, act like I could. Like, I mean, it's not, it's not some, like, great discovery that they had to make all these pattern memorization type things. But I think when I, when I was referring to puzzle, uh, you know, element per se, then I think it was more so, like, the strategy of, like, that extra mechanic specifically. Okay. The orb thingy that I was talking about, because it forces you to like think a little differently about just you know instead of like Tiger Hell, you just, just move left and right and shoot shit until you get to the level and like there's a you know. I also think pine- they kind of pioneered the giant boss battle, maybe like the full screen boss thing. Or am I, am I making making that up entirely? But I want to say our type like kind of started doing that more than others. Speaking of full screen, there? are you watching the? Uh... Are you watching the live stream right now? No, not at all. You you need to. Well, you should probably pop up to the live stream. Why? What's going on? Am I getting roasted? No, you're not getting roasted, but uh, your stunt double is being prominently displayed <laughs> in the in, on the live stream right now. Uh, there's like some glitch happening because I'm on the phone with you as well, so I can't see it. N- no, I just put up the picture of your stunt double that we created from, oh, nice. from the movie. Oh, yeah. Is it say like... <laughs> Saying who, who's on the phone right now talking to you? Yeah, actually, I need to put that on there. But Homer Simpson, local wacko, or something like that. You know, like computer shopper or something like like we were talking about before. It's like, yeah, bird enthusiast. So I realize I did a terrible job explaining the puzzle element, but I just wanted to call because I was excited. So, all right, I'm going to drop the, so, the stunt right, double. Uh, this, I think this is good, goodbye for real. This is it? And until Midwest Gaming Classic, this is it? Yeah, this is the last time you'll ever hear from me. 
Well, it's not the last time that we'll hear from the one and only 8-Bit Supremacy, Robin Coleman. Thank you for joining us. He's already hung up. I am well aware. I just wanted to play the theme song again. All right. So we talked a little bit about the background development developed by Irem 1987. Uh, it's really a two-player side-scrolling shooter. One player. But it's two. I think it depends on the... Because I was looking at the master system, and on the back of the box, it says one player. Don't look. The technical limitations of the Sega Master System should not define the capabilities of the game R-Type. It's true. That... You're Look, probably lucky to be one player in the master system. You're <laughs> like, just put it in and watch. It's like trying to watch HD on that Sony television. <laughs> like, it's doing the best it can, man. Okay? It's not doing a bad job, but it's it's not HD. <laughs> okay? Right. Here, let's let's see. You know what? I'm going to hit start. All right. Let's see what happens. Mike's going to see what happens. We're actually going to hit start on the game. Well, yeah, we know. So. Oh, one player. <laughs> All right, so one player on the turbo. What do you talk, man? <laughs> Sorry, I was reading. So Robbie said the Robbie said SMS. This is definitely the SMS R type episode. Oh yeah, Sega Master. There's no doubt about episode. it. All right, so music and sound. You had a, you had a fun anecdote. This, this the composer of this game was Masato Ishi, Ishizaki, right? Yep. And uh, do you want to talk about this? Or you want me to talk about I it? I could talk about okay, it. Okay, go ahead. I thought so this I was actually, pretty funny. I actually read about him. So he actually uh, he, he applied for a number of jobs when he got out of college and couldn't get anything. So he saw a software developer position open at uh, IRAM. At IRAM, and he applied for it. No idea how to. He wasn't a software developer. Had no idea how to. But the best software. part is, they said, "Hey." Do you well, know how to develop the games? Well, he went in for the interview, and he was just like, I'm just going to be straight with you guys. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not a software <laughs> I developer. just need a job. I can't. Dev- uh, I don't even know what a nuclear panner plan is. Yeah. And then they <laughs> said, well, can you compose music? And he played music as a hobby. Like, he played guitar in high school, and he he it was always a hobby. And they were like, can you compose music? And he was like, well, no, but I like music. And they said, uh, you've got the job. Only on this loot yeah <laughs> perfect i'll send you to the square people you'll be all over the final fantasy series but it's hilarious because they gave they were just like yeah screw it we'll give you the job i, I don't know if they just didn't have anybody applying maybe i don't know maybe it's like the but. current job market where they just can't find good people and like look i don't care if you can do it or not we'll figure it out and he had a couple notable notable titles that he scored to so uh the battle road kung fu master kung fu for the nintendo um our type of course and vigilante yeah so he had, I mean, he had a couple decent t- titles on there. Masato Ishizaki, everybody. Yes. And he can play the acoustic guitar. He's a poser. Yep. He's not a software developer. <laughs> but he's got the he's got that Martin. It's all tuned up. <laughs> anyway, folks, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to go over some reception with me? Yeah, so yeah. I, I dug around. This game like is is very highly regarded in the turbo world. So Turbo is like this cult, right? 
I'll give you guys a quick background or quick story. Like today I was, I was frantically running around trying to get ready for the episode, write notes, make sure I was prepared, get the camera shot ready, take pictures, do these things that I want to do to promote the show. And during that time, I'm, I'm in a space above a, a local all ages venue. And during that space, the person who runs the venue stopped by and said, Hey, I have a bunch of people who are in the music program and the, the audio production program or whatever it was from a local community college, which is right here, Mott community college. Right. And they would it be okay if like, I'm going to walk them through the building, but it would be okay if they came in and took a look at your space and all that stuff. But they brought like 15 people, their ages ranged from like, I'd say late teens to like one guy was 40. Right. Like, and they're just both, they're all interested in music or audio production or, or, you know, creative space type stuff. And I spent like 45 minutes answering questions, talking about the podcast, talking about the space, how I built it, why it is the way that it is and all that stuff. And I didn't really get a chance to like dig in the way I wanted to, but they kept asking. One of the, the reason I bring this up is the guy said, he was 41, okay? Said, I was born in 81, he says. So I'm assuming he's 41. He probably could be 40, but he's going to turn 41 this year. Really nice guy. He says, I don't remember the turbo graphics at all. And I thought to myself, you wouldn't probably, you know? No. Like, because we talked, he asked me what we're going to do the next show about, and that's why the turbo box is up on the set if you're watching live. And, you know, I had a turbo duel here, and I, I felt like a historian, Going through like, well, the turbo graphics was originally the PC engine released in Japan in 1987, and it was brought to the United States as the turbo graphics in 1989. Blah, 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 blah. Was he like, whoa, 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 nerd? I just asked what the next episode was about. <laughs> Look, I just didn't <laughs> know where the bathroom is, <laughs> sir. This is a Wendy's. So, it, <laughs> so no, it was it was very it, it's it's very telling, right? Because you either are like into turbo stuff or you're not, and I find that most people who are generally into it. They knew about it as a kid or grew up with it or cared about it a little bit. Yeah. And I did. Like, I collected it as a kid. I had a duo. I had a CD add-on. I had a Super CD system card. I had all that stuff because I collected games and I thought that stuff was cool and fun. And I was a nerd with no friends other than you. Thank you. But I but, but I, I just I really liked that stuff. But most people didn't care. I read Game Pro. I was like, oh, yeah. there's a new game coming out for Turbo. I want to play Valis 3 or whatever it is. And, and most people didn't know or care. It was not in the public mainstream consciousness, right? So when someone who's just a few years younger than me says, I don't even know what that is, it's not that surprising. No. Right? So the only I, reason I even knew about it was because my buddy's older brother bought one. And we're, of course, we had our Super Nintendos or yeah. Nintendos. And he comes in with this Turbo Graphics. And we're like, what is that? And they're like, he's What, did you get that 16. at Kmart? Well, then he's like, oh, it's, you know, if top dollar it's back then. It's 16-bit like, and has CDs. stupid. Why did you buy that? Hey, Buy the Super yeah. Nintendo. Look, loser. Shut up. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, there was always one. Like, I knew one guy that had a Sega Master System. I was the one guy who had a Turbo, right? Because yeah. like, I, 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 I didn't buy it when it came out. But a couple years later, I, I bought it and was collecting for it. But my point of bringing all that up is this game, it, it's interesting. I looked at like Polygon's top 500. This game does not show up. No. It should. Okay. First of all, I should say it should. But I think that if this game had ever been released on the NES, it would be. People like our type itself as a series, very good, but difficult game. Okay. But it never got an NES port. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it's best 
courts live on platforms that did not have a lot of uh, market penetration, right? So Turbo, Sega Master System, like that. The Super R-Type and R-Type 3 and all that stuff came out on, on SNES, and that's great. But what I'm saying is, like, it doesn't even show up in the top 500 games of all time. It is the granddaddy of horizontal shooters, okay? And it, 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 it's, I think, a very, very good game. Obviously, I gave it, uh, you know, I will talk about that in the LGN game ratings, but I, I think it's a very good game. It's, it can be inherently difficult and, and hard to get around. Um, but yeah, Jer- Robbie says a Genesis port would have been so sweet. It would have. Yeah. I mean, it would have been fantastic. Like, like to see what they did with it on Master System and move it over to the Genesis and give it more capabilities would have been fantastic. But my again, and I, I circle back. There's not a when when you're looking at this, you almost have to look at it in a vacuum. You have to look at what turbo enthusiasts think of it, or in general, like you know, someone like Ranker, who Ranker says. On this platform, how does this game rank, right? And Ranker had it at the number five Turbo Graphics game of all time. Uh, you know, Paste Magazine, whoever that is, okay. And I have a link to their their article. But in 2020, they did an article about the top 16 Turbo Graphics games. It came in at number 15. It was in there, and from and a quote from the article is quote another top notch shooter for a system just absolutely lousy with them. Our type was as as addictive as it was difficult. Now, yes, it was lousy with shooters. Like one of the things that PC Engine and, and Turbo Graphics is best known for is it's not licensed properties, at least in the in the in North America. It's best known for things like its shooters because those are things that you could play. Like a number of them didn't make it over to the U.S. Right, but you could still play them if you had a modded Turbo or a, or a, you know it, the Sega the, the CD stuff is is region unlocked. It's free. You could do it, but but. My, my point is, is that it's the one who started it all, and it did a really good job. Blazing Lasers, horizontal, which I got right. Thank you. It is horizontal. Yes. But Blazing Lasers is, I think, a, a better game. Okay? I like Blazing Lasers, uh, but but our type started it, right? And, and, and to not put it in, like, the top 500 of all time and not find it in some of these lists is kind of disappointing to me. I was actually kind of surprised. So, but again, when you talk to turbo enthusiasts, it's one of those games that you have to have. I mean, I think they, they sold like vertical. Yes, that's the word, <laughs> but thank you, Robbie. But, uh, it's one of those games that if you have a turbo graphics, you know, I, I'm almost positive it's on the turbo graphics mini, but if you have a turbo graphics console or duo or whatever it is, this is a game that you should buy for it and play on it. And we'll talk a little bit about, you know, where you can play it and how much it costs and all that stuff. But this is definitely one of those games. Like I have, I think I have like 40 turbo games in my collection. Okay. And if I had to whittle it down and say, give me 10, this is in the list. Absolutely. hundred percent. It, it makes the top 10. It's probably less than that. It might even be top five for the turbo graphics, just because it, it's it from a historical perspective, it's a great game. But also, it is is still fun to play, even if it is a pain in my ass sometimes. So, so Jay, why don't you talk to me a little bit about where you can play it? That was hard. This game was ported to everything. Yes. Okay, so we're not going to talk about absolutely every place you can play it. But in its time of the era, there were plenty of places that it was on, what, well, of course, you get it the arcade, you get it on Sega, you get it on TurboGrafx-16, you get it literally anywhere. 
I mean, it's, yep. it, 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 minus Nintendo, but you could get the ZX Spectrum had a port. The Atari RST, ST had a port. Yeah. It was one of those games that kind of wound up everywhere, right? Yes. Yeah, except the NES yep. or the. I mean, I, I get it. The SNES maybe was limited or too limited, but then I look at it. Worked on the Turbo, and there wasn't. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, but um, they had a couple other places where they released it. So over the last few years they released it of course xbox live arcade had it which was cool because they did our type dimensions and they did ports of the original uh basically like the original hue cards because they did it as r type one r type two so they had them two separate games on there which was so cool. you're telling me that when they released this for the xbox live arcade they did it in two parts like yeah. I don't think that there were technical limitations that prevented them from no. being able to put a four megabit, aka five hundred and twelve kilobyte yeah. game Xbox on is Xbox pretty, Live pretty Arcade. Handcuffed back then, was it? I don't see. It was two thousand seven <laughs> or eight or whatever. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, it just seems. No, I think the, the, the main right. the main reason rationale they had, of course, was to do it just to be in in the spirit of the original release. So. Um, they hey, also real quick. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. But <laughs> like, part of me wants I was to think trying to make it sound good. Part of me thinks that's cool, but then I'm like, dude, <laughs> you released it as too. My yeah, guess is think about it because if you're playing it on the virtual arcade, you're like, oh, bro, I'm done with the first four levels. Oh wait, I got to back out and load the other fucking game. <laughs> Do you think they did it just so they could sell you two games? Probably. No, in Microsoft, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they did. <sighs> Hey, we could sell this for ten dollars, or we could sell them separate for seven each. That's probably what happened. So anyway, but either way, um, they did release it on the Nintendo Virtual Console for the Wii U and the 3DS. They ran it until 2020, and then they they pulled it out. Yeah, so, which those things are going down anyway. Yeah, so. most most I think most everything. I was listening to Collector's Quest about that, and they were talking about pretty much everything's kind of falling out of those. Yeah, well, they're shutting them down. Yeah, it's that's just why going away. it's not just yeah. The, yeah they're they're. Yes. They're they're shutting it all down. So, but then uh, dot emu or emu uh, did an iOS and an Android version, and it was published via with e, through EA, EA Sports. Oh, good. I hope electronic they, arts. I, I wonder EA if they Sports. had surprise mechanics where you could get power ups. You buy this loot box, and maybe you can get a oh, I'm new sure. gun. I'm sure it was probably a free download, but it was a yeah, it's a free for to play game. And you can get hey, this. Hey. And, yeah, fuck so. them. Again, I'm not Mr. Hot Take, but EA can kiss my ass. Well, it's in the game. Not, it's not anymore. It is no, if you pay an extra two ninety nine. For two ninety nine. Oh, you want that? Oh, it's, oh, you want to be able to press the up button and go up? That's an extra two ninety nine, folks. If you get the right loot box, you yes. got to buy loot boxes so you get the up button. <laughs> you don't just get the up button anymore. So the only other one I had on here um, was that, and I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Tozai, T O Z A I. Um, released R-Type Dimensions EX, which was a digital only, and they released it on Steam, PS4, and Switch. They also did a limited run of the physical copies, not to be included with limited run games, but they did a limited run of physical copies for the PS4. They did 2,000, they released 2,000 copies for that, and then for the Switch, they released 3,000. I got a question, I got a question. I got an answer. I probably don't. So I'm reading our notes you wrote here, okay? And, you know, Nice job, by the way. I mean that. Okay, I'm trying to be nice. Like, okay. Let me be nice. But. There's some conflicting information in these two sentences. What's that? 
this was released as a digital only release, but there are also PS4 and Switch copies. Well, the digital available. only they released for Steam, PS4, and Switch. Yeah, but then there are physical copies for the. They PS4 didn't and Switch. release them for the Steam. That's, I just wrote down what I found. Okay, that's a real stretch, buddy. I just wrote down what I found. This is what it happens. can't be digital. This is what happens when you put me in charge of shit. Why do you put me in charge of shit? I don't. You wanted to do it, and I said, you know what? <laughs> Dig your own fucking grave, buddy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I'm just kidding. I'm drinking here. my Clearly Canadian right. and fucking right off. You know what? Here's a section I wrote, so I'm going to go over it. <laughs> How to collect this game. Okay? So let's go to the collecting section. Well, if we're going to do that, then we'll just jump back into what I'm good at. And anybody that wants to collect any of the games, I have all five variants right in front of me. $4 each. Wow. That's a 20% discount for your normal prices. You're crazy Eddie today. It's been, it's been a month. I couldn't. I had to do something. <laughs> You're broke. You're like, I need the money, man. It's been a month. We haven't sold. I'm going to sell your shit. 20 bucks for the whole lot. Actually, that's a good. Yeah, 20 bucks. Anybody, anybody jumping in? 20 bucks. Whole lot. I don't like this at all. I love it. Yeah, and you would. So. All right. So. Go ahead. Collecting. Yes. I'm going to talk a little bit about the different versions that we have sitting right here in front of us. Okay. That's the, the, the five versions we have here are represented in my collecting notes. Okay. So as I point, <laughs> you can't see me if you're listening to a podcast, but I'm pointing. Our type one PC engine release loose, loose hue cards, like 28 bucks. And I'll, t I'll say this, our type one and our type two, very similar prices. It's about 28 bucks for the loose hue card, $45 for the entire game. Com what I would deem complete in case. Okay. So turbo is a weird, just like always turbo has a bunch of weird nuance to it in, in the collecting world. When these games were released in, in Japan, they came in CD cases that were kind of proprietary because they hold the hue card. They do not hold the CD. So you could replace the front plastic, right? A part of the jewel case, but the backside you cannot because it's a, it's a proprietary piece with a sticker and it, and it very specifically holds a hue card, which is like a rectangular, you know, piece. And it's all one piece. It's not like an old, an old CD case where the outer back was Correct. clear it's plastic all, as well. You could mm, pop it apart. It depends. No, some it's of, all one piece. Some of them, it depends. On this one, it's all yeah, one it piece. But anyway, so... And but, you get a little foam square. I will also say this. It, do not buy loose PC engine Hue cards. Generally, and this is unfortunate, but it's the truth, okay? And stop piling up my stuff to sell it because I see what you're doing over there. I'm just making sure it's all set for Retro Bobby, okay? Yeah, who? Hey, whoa. What? You mean me. I'm taking those home tonight. No, I'm selling them to Retro Bobby. You offered oh. me $15 and I accepted. He's getting the pen too. Oh, yeah. Anyway, do not buy loose Hue cards, especially Japanese import PC Engine Hue cards because, and, and this is unfortunate, but it is true. The Japanese people in general, I think, they take better care of their stuff. They really do. So they're very particular and careful. Yeah, they leave it in the back of their traverse to get stolen. That's that's that was duplicates. That's not has nothing to do with any of this. Please stop. <laughs> Those are all in nice shape too. He says a deal. Damn it. But so they generally take very good care of their stuff. And I don't want to generalize or anything, but I'm going to tell you in general. Whenever I look at buying a PC Engine game, and a lot of times they are shipped from Japan, they're in very good shape. Okay, come from Japan. 
I believe that one of them did and one of them came from a U.S. seller. But no, actually, they, you know really what? Good they did both come from Japan, but one of them purported to be a U.S. seller. But I think he like somehow drop shipped it because it wound uh-huh. up like taking a couple days to ship from there. But like it was it, they marked it as shipped immediately. But they're mm-hmm. I think they're waiting for it to show up from Japan anyway. And they are in good shape. Both but they always are like it's just it's just the difference in culture where it's like sometimes we use and abuse stuff and they just take very good care of their stuff. It's they're. I don't want to say they in a very general, broad, you know, Eastern sense. But if you it, want to make it easier, you can just say Retro Bobby has yeah. two really so nice Retro copies. So Retro Bobby's got a really nice couple of copies of Retro <laughs> R-Type 1 and 2. But anyway, so my point is, don't buy loose Hue cards of PC Engine games. You might have to sometimes for the North American Hue cards. It's just because you might not find it, right? They're just hard to find. But anyway, so 28 loose, 45 complete in case. They, I don't believe PC Engine games ever came in like a cardboard box. Another sociological thing with the U.S., things were generally bigger here. So the PC Engine was smaller. The Turbo Graphics was bigger because I think that people were concerned about theft. It's not as big of an issue uh, as it is here in other places in the world. So that's why CDs originally came in long boxes. And that's yeah. why PS1 and games came in long jewel cases, the big jewel cases and all that, because those things didn't happen in in you know in japan they sold them in regular cd cases because they don't have as big of a problem with that kind of stuff yeah. over there so but the moral of the story is if you're going to get these games which i recommend they're cool and they're, they have great covers and I, I love the uh i love having them but they get get them complete in case right and those are about 45 bucks a pop and that's shipped right you can get them for about that shipped um, from eBay and all things considered that's not a bad price especially for if you get quality no. like this these are great looking I mean like I said it's even got the little foam I know yep. people can't see us if they're listening to it but it's got the little foam protection square the, the, to put over the actual game very quick as, card. very quick aside yeah I will not generally buy a turbo graphics game if it lacks the little plastic sleeve that the hue card goes in also, I generally don't want it if this in a U.S. version, it doesn't have this little retention clip that holds the game in place. Oh, yeah. Because I'm to the point now where it's like loose hue cards will sit in a pile that I'll never look at. And and I don't want something rattling around in a crappy you know, case. It would it would have to take something very specific that I was like, I'm never going to find a copper copy of terraforming or whatever it is. Yeah. Again, that's a CD. That's a bad example. But you know what I mean? So. Anyway, all right, I digress. Turbo Graphics copy of this game. We've got one sitting right here. Loose, this is, <laughs> I cannot believe this. Loose, this is a $55 to $60 game, okay? And then complete in case, I want a rough estimate. Like, I use price charting and eBay as guides, but I try to dig deeper than that. It's yeah. probably a $70-ish, maybe more game complete in case, which is, again, the jewel case manual and the actual game itself. Now, these games did come in horrible cardboard boxes very thin generally not i i didn't know anybody that kept them i had one for splatterhouse back in the day but that's the only one i can tell you that i kept or remember because in general nobody kept the boxes for the turbo games you know people people can fucking pretend like they did back in the day but you all know the truth that you didn't and you've all bought them since then a new old stock or whatever it is so don't fucking give me that bullshit about how you've been collecting wow. turbo games completing the box since 1990 you can stuff that up your ass okay nobody did that when you say cardboard like the it didn't come in the traditional cd case or it was a long imagine box a long box but about half the height of that okay at about the half the is height it of a long like box. like the uh, 32X boxes? I mean, 
They're in theory. They're a li- they're like that, but thinner. Okay. And the cardboard is very poor. But no, anyway, no, nobody kept those boxes. Okay, I had one, and like I said, the only reason I remember I had one is because yeah. I went up and looked up an old news group post from 1995 where I was selling my stuff and found that I had like <laughs> Splatterhouse in the box. So, which I sold for eight bucks. But anyway, but yeah, nobody kept those boxes. So, um, but yeah, so that game. 55 to 60 loose, $70 complete in case, which is what I would say is what that is right there. Yeah. Roughly. And then complete in box is like $115. Okay. Now, there is a sealed copy also on eBay right now for $350. It hasn't sold, but I don't think this is one of those games that's too hard to find sealed. My guess is Turbo Stuff's interesting because <laughs> Turbo Stuff is interesting because. Oh, there's there was so much new old stock of it that that sat and people wound up picking up and now you know everybody's pretending that they all loved it for the last thirty years when they just figured out what it was eighteen months ago. Robbie says, "Bro, only legit collectors kept all their TurboGrafx sixteen boxes. You're just not with it, man. Look, I don't know what it is. I used to know what it is, but then it changed, and now I find it scary and disturbing. Someday you will too. Anyway." Okay. But no, I'm sorry. I'm in a mood tonight. You are. Anyway. You're sassy. But yeah, so there's one for sale for through like 350 on eBay. Nobody's bought it. It looks like it's in pretty good shape. Okay. But, but you know, it's. I don't think this is a game that is inherently difficult to find sealed. It's it's possible. I don't know. R-Type Complete, which is the CD release of the complete game on PC Engine, where they took parts one and two and put it together like a normal person would have gotten it in the U.S., yeah. okay? That is like $90, right? And I've got a copy sitting here. That was a Super CD-ROM. You had the Super CD-ROM uh, add-on for your Turbo or Turbo Duo or RRX in, in PC Engine RRX and uh, Duo RX, I guess, in Japan. So you'd have to have all that to be able to play it, yeah. which is why Turbo failed here because, God, it was so esoteric and confusing part of it and then the sega master the sega master system copy we got sitting right over there very nice i love the thing i like about it the sega master system copy is you didn't get a lot of very good art on sega Master. they were so so many of them were the same font like they'd say great baseball in that same font yeah and then there'd be like a like a cartoon graphic drawing of a guy playing baseball very rarely did you get a <laughs> futurama that's right very rarely did you get that where you actually use the R-Type logo, right? And then and then like a graphic, right? It was not that often. It was usually... And that's the actual arcade. That's the arcade logo. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. So, but that goes for about 50 bucks, which is a deal. Yeah. I mean, what can what good game from that era can you buy for $50 nowadays, complete in box, with the manual in nice shape? There aren't that many. Not one that would... Try and go buy Super Mario Brothers for that. Buy Super Mario Bros. 2 for that. Shit. I saw Super Mario Bros. 2 loose for $25 a day. That's all I got. I don't know. That's it. Oh, okay. Anyway. So tell me, okay, let me go at you before I digress over here. Um, a little bit about the graded sales. There weren't a lot of there wasn't a lot of information about graded stuff. But from a graded perspective, I found two sales. I didn't look at eBay, I only looked at the Heritage Auction for these. Yeah. So uh, TurboGrafx 16 copy of this game sold complete in box. Again sealed because <laughs> nobody bought it yeah okay 9.6 grade a plus plus seal a thousand and twenty dollars on october 31st 2021 so halloween they bought the scheme on halloween a sega master system or smith's version of this yes. game 9.6 a plus sold for twelve hundred dollars just now just in march 22nd of this year march 22nd of 2022 
I just, I would say that there are far fewer versions of the Master System game that exist and are sealed, okay? But I, again, I'm just speculating. So that's it. That's really all I could find. This is not, this is not a game that is outside of most people who collect retro games budget. This is a great game. It is a lot of fun to play. It can be very difficult, but you could go buy a copy. Like I got on eBay and I, I snatched up R-Type 1, 2, and Complete for the PC Engine. They're all available. They're all in pretty good shape and they're not super expensive. Yeah. And I think worth having. So why don't you tell me, Jay? Yes. My co-host. Thank you for being here, by the way. Hey, and putting up with my tyrannical rants tonight. Man, I, I I I don't know. Sometimes I just get a I just get a fire lit in me and I'm yeah, like, you're running on eleven. We need to get you on like six. I, I I'm gonna try and pull it back a little. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, pull but why don't you tell me a little bit, Jay, about uh speed running of this game? Well, you can you can wind down because it's gonna take a while. Oh man, I'll, let me get settled in. You okay? I'm gonna take my headphones off and uh, stretch. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. All right. What do you got? See if he can stretch before I'm done reading this. So, um, actually, there wasn't much for speed running. There was literally two. You lied people. to me. I did lie to you. So the only thing they had was any percent. They had any percent with the twenty one continues. And we haven't talked had, about that yet, but yes. in, in our type, in the Turbo Graphics version, if you hold down select and the one button, I believe, yes. when the one button is on turbo, when it is sitting at the R type splash screen of the, the marquee or attract mode, you can get additional continues. You get three continues to start the game, but you can get all the way up to 21. It's a yep. timer thing. When you hit 21, you got to hit start. And if you don't, it will restart the, 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 the kiosk display thing. Yes. So. Um, but yes, yeah, so so there were how many different versions? How how many different types of runs were there? They had three listed. So they had the any percent just in general. Right. They had the any percent with the twenty one continues. Right. And then they had a low percent. Right. The only ones that had any names in it was just the any percent. None of the other. They just so, literally it said no data available. So let me make sure I got this right. Okay. Yes. If we as a as a podcast and friends wanted to go dominate the 21 continue version of our types speed run on speedrun.com. We could go do it now uncontested. Yes. But the, the key there is we have to finish it. Shit. Yeah. I didn't get to that part. I got excited for that for a minute too. I was thinking we could just go do it. And then our why wouldn't I just there. go to, you know, what we need, we need a game boy version. We can get Robbie on this. Robbie tore it up. We can get 8-Bit Supremacy on that speedrun.com leaderboard. He needs to get on it. So. He needs to but get on something. On the any percent, the only the only two people on there, there was a guy from Japan and his... Does screen, he have a name? Yes. His screen name was Neat Shiro. N-E-E-T. Neat Shurio. S-H-U-R-I-O. Shurio. Um, he did any percent 14 minutes and 59 seconds. And then there was a guy from the U.S. And that is Vance Valise. And he did any percent in 16 minutes and 26 seconds. Me, and that was it. That's literally the, all, that's, that's it. That's all we got. Let me ask you this. Yes. Is there a speed running section for how long it takes for you to fucking destroy your controller after you've died in the same spot seven times? I'm guessing that's quicker than the 16 or 14 minutes that we're in. I'll bet you I spent at least 14 minutes and 59 seconds doing that at one point. 
Although I will say this, I'm not destroying Turbo Graphics or Duo controllers. Those things are too hard to find and too expensive. Right. So I'm just going to emulate it on my computer and punch my monitor or something. <laughs> anyway. But that was it. Like, that's all they had on it. So that's amazing. Like, I think that's very interesting that there's, there's, there's two categories with no submissions. Nothing. Now we so, just have to learn how to beat the game and then we can do it. Yeah. We got 21 continue. It could be 10 hours and we'd be number one. Yeah. We could set the bar. I'm guessing that would be beaten pretty well. But I mean, somebody have to do it long and nobody's done it. Yeah, so. I was going to say it exists now and nobody's done it. I, we should do that tonight. Somebody should. Let's do it. No. Okay. I can't beat it. Robbie, get on that. Yeah. Robbie, go. Let's go. Yeah, go. Come on, Robbie. You know, Matteo needs to be on that. He's He hasn't done a speed run in a while. Who? Matteo. Who? Matteo. That guy's dead to me. Matteo 1989. He's not. I love him. I love Matteo. He's, he's the man. He's all right. He's the man. He's all right. He needs to come back to Michigan again. We'll get him back here. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So I think what we should do is the LGN game rating. All right. We're going to call Robbie. We're going to call him first because I know Robbie's had a long day and we want to get him out of the way. And then we'll talk to John. If he didn't have that damn striking mustache. All right. So let's give Robbie a call. All right. Let me uh, make sure our levels are good here. There we go. Hello. And now. Number 23, six foot six, from the University of North Carolina. Michael Jordan. It's not Michael Jordan, everybody. It's 8-Bit Supremacy, Robbie Cohen. Robbie, how you doing? I'm all right, man. I was about to correct you. I think I got the wrong guy. Oh, no. I At first, I thought you were Michael Jordan, and then I realized that I looked. I was looking at your stunt double, and it was actually just you. Yeah, I was confused. I thought you were calling Jordan, too. I was. I was. I thought we had it there for a second, but I thought I had Jordan's number, and I just, you're right next to Jordan in my, it's, I'm, okay, anyway. Robbie, you damn handsome uh, uh, uh. man. How have you been? I have been well. It, it feel like it's been a while since we've done this. Yeah, I haven't talked to you in forever. I know it's you talk to month. Mike every once in a while, but I haven't yep. talked to you in, since the last episode. Well, if you were listening, you know you know why. If anybody knows why, you and John know why. So, yeah. But anyway. Because they dealt with us for two and a half hours on that train wreck of an episode? I mean, speak for yourself, buddy. I was eloquent. As Ouch. always. As always. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> well, Robbie, it's just me and you now. <laughs> Jay left forever. Uh, so, how you been, bud? I've been well, man. I've just been working a lot, so I'm a little burnt. I think I was uh, expressing that to you earlier today. I was like, I don't really want to watch the live stream, but I'll I'll chime in and say what's up. Yep, we won't to keep... All my, to all my fans out there, you know. That's right. <laughs> Look, the... There are dozens and dozens of people who know who you are and listen to this. It's amazing. It, it doubles. Uh, what is the classic Al Bundy line when he's selling the 976 Rigney 976 shoe? And like, oh, I don't remember. Oh, no. So Marcy is like, they've got Steve gave Al a loan because Steve wanted to win a contest, knowing he should have never given Al a loan. Al's credit was not worthy, right? So then. Marcy comes in and has to be the fixer, but she's pissed because Al took out this loan to be able to start a 900 number for shoe advice. 
One, it was 976 shoe, which is also 976 Rigney and all this stuff, right? So so Marcy's like mad and she wants to look at the books. Like she says, How many calls did you get? Dr. Shoe's files are confidential. None. You got zero. He goes, Yeah, but tomorrow, twice as many. <laughs> so yeah. I'm right there with you. Anyway. That's a great show. It was a great show. So, so what was the point of that? I don't remember. I don't know. I, but I'm okay with that because I'm, I'm down with any uh, reference to Married Children. Any Married with Children reference. There was, there was something. Leave it, in. Leave it in the episode. I'm going to. I don't remember what the point was. It was uh, something about, you know, I, I, I've lost all train of thought. But anyway, so it's good to have you again, bud. Hey, good to be here. So today's subject uh, matter is our type for the TurboGrafx-16. Our type is a horizontal shooter in which you are strapped in at the helm of your Nectarian battlecruiser, R9. The future of mankind rests on your shoulders. You must challenge and defeat the Bido Empire. What do you think think of this game? Give me your uh, rating, if you will. Let's say there was a rating scale. I forgot that we were doing a rating scale until you literally, like mentioned it moments before he called me so i never had this in the back of my mind or like thought about it too much but off the cuff i give this game a five dang basically solidified the shmup genre as a whole and every single person whether they love shmups or not typically likes our type because it's kind of the forefather of the genre and it's been ported five million times to everything and it's always fun every time you turn it on even if you play it for five minutes or like go through the whole game it's always fun see for even me playing it, even if you suck at it or you're good at it it's good it's a fun game <laughs> for me playing it for five minutes is playing the whole game yeah <laughs> yeah it depends it depends on my mood and my tolerance level <laughs> yeah that it's an, okay that's not that can bring me my next point it is a trial and error shooter like where you need to really just kind of grind and learn about it and if you want to get through the whole thing i've only gotten through the whole game once uh on the original black and white game boy is to my recollection because i just i don't know that's just the one i turned on that day and i got sucked into it and maybe a day or two later i beat it but like i've only really played that version and um I own the Sega master system version too which you and i talked about like a week ago or something yep and that version's sweet because compile ported it and it's very well done and compiled tell me have they ever done any other shooters for any other platforms they've done a lot they've done uh, the alessa series most notably uh which people probably recognize musha on the genesis that's like the big boy rare expensive title but also very good uh they did power strike one and two on the master system all the game gear alessa games they did a robo alessa on the sega cd which I need. All those, are, all those are great. And as an aside, I might as well mention this, the Nintendo Switch compilation of, um, it's an Alaska compilation. It only came out in Japan, but you can get off Play Asia. And it's so much bang for your buck. You get all the Game Gear Alesta games and like an exclusive Game Gear Alesta game they made like last year, like with Game Gear hardware, and, which is amazing. You know, on that compilation. But you know what the best part about that is? 
you could save $300 or $1,000 and not have to buy Power Strike 1 and 2 because it's on the compilation. <laughs> well, that's one of them. But I was thinking more of the fact that you wouldn't have to play it on a Game Gear. That is the best part. That, that was my incentive <laughs> to fucking buy it. Because yep. I, have a, I have a Switch Lite. And I'm like, this is perfect for these like Game Gear ports because I feel like I'm playing a not shitty Game Gear. Anyway, I digress. Compile, man, I, I'm going to be ashamed of myself if I'm getting this wrong, but didn't Compile do Truxton as well? That sounds right. I don't know. Uh, Wasn't Truxton a Sega? That's a Sega licensed game, but I think they might have developed it. Yeah, they did that a lot because they had Capcom sure. No, yeah, I, of, of course. Like a Sega game, but <laughs> I, I, I want to say Truxton is compiled, and oh, Blazing Lasers definitely is. Yeah, another that great game. game. One of one of the best fucking shooters ever. I love Blazing you're Lasers. About, you're talking about the great shooters of, uh, you know, the past two decades. That's definitely at the top of the list. So. Truxton, originally developed by Toa Plan and published yes. by Taito and Midway. So, okay. so not compile. No, no, no. Toa Plan, T O A P L A N. Toa Plan. They, they're, you know what their first shoot 'em up was? Tiger Heli? That is correct. Wow. You yeah, I redeem myself. I redeem you, myself with that. You go and completely <laughs> redeem yourself. That is, man, holy crap. Are you impressed? I, not going to lie. That was the most impressive thing I've heard in quite some time. That was right. amazing. Nice job. So all I right. only know that because I think there's like a sort of recently read there's some Toe Plan collection, and I was like, oh, Tiger Heli's on there. Yeah, oh, which I like. I love Tiger Heli. I, I like know, that game. I, I, that was one of my first shooters after aside from galaga galaga got me into shooters yeah, to begin my, with. my my first shooter that's not galaga would have been tiger heli on the nes i would say my first nes shooter was gradius and the second one was that and then would you what would you consider cobra triangle not a sh well, i guess that is kind it's of like an isometric shooter. river raid it's a strategy game more than a shooter yeah okay all right it has you shoot bullets but like yeah it's got yeah. racing elements and like it's, it's not it's a just, shooter it's a fucking unique game and it's really awesome yep. and i was actually just talking about that with Matteo the other day he oh posted, it's too like, funny yeah post a picture of uh the title screen and i was like oh this game is awesome no one ever talks about it yep. anyway well i like it anyway, anyway, that, anyway. so uh, yeah so 5.0 our type uh certified banger is what you're gonna say yeah i just feel like it's one of those games even if you talk to people who like aren't deep into video games nerdiness like we are and like you, you mentioned our type they'll be like oh yeah fucking love that game even if they're like just casual you know video game players right typically how that conversation goes as in my experience but like yeah yeah so it's, it's just universally understood to be good if you like shooters i think even if you don't you can probably find some enjoyment out of it but like it's hard it is but it's it's, it's made in a way that kind of eases you in Kinda. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm full of shit because I just haven't played it in a while. I don't it know doesn't. if it's like masochistic hard or what. But, it's uh, not masochistic hard, but I and I'll I'll reserve some of this for my personal opinion. It is one of those games that like once you die, you might as well just fucking restart because it's like, dude, yeah, you that's get gradient. You get yep. Too. You get to a point, and then you're like fully stacked with shields and bullets and all these things and then you die and it's like if i couldn't beat this area with that stuff what makes you think i can without it 
So, yeah, it's one of those games to me where it's like, I love it, but golly, come on, man. I know what a lot of uh, those compile shooters are like in general. Even though I know compile is responsible for this game to begin with, but they are the kings of doing that shit. Like, Blazing Lasers, you die in level one, second to last level, you might as well hit reset. You might as well just go back to the beginning. Yep. And I love that game, but yes, I agree. So. probably one of the hardest ones I ever beat in my life and that's the same concept like literally if I died once I would literally be like fuck and just hit reset and start over again so Truxton is a good transition because I want to I want to talk for a minute about what's going on in a couple weeks right I didn't mention this in the open but I'm definitely going to be at Midwest Gaming Classic right I'm going to be there the whole weekend I believe you're going to be there at some point I don't know if you will or not sounds like you might so I'm one of the things I'm going to do is we talked about this a little bit is I, I kind of have some things I want to buy, but I want to buy them in person. And Truxton is one of those games I'd like to try and find. Like, oh, good luck! It's yeah, so expensive. Now. I know, I know, but it's just how it is now. So whatever. It's all because of uh, classic game room guys. I always talked about. It's pretty funny. I oh, forever says things pertaining to Truxton and why they're not Truxton, and that's yeah. why they're here. Well, totally yeah. But yeah, I'm going to look for games like Truxton, and then I'm also going to look for, I have six of the, what, 18 or 20, are you okay over there? Man, he's killing me. Drink some water or something. I need to. He's choking on a chicken nugget. Yes, he's choking on a chicken nugget. But but I'm going to, I think I'm going to go and try and grab all the uh, Black Cart Tengen games too. I have Tetris. (laughs) I, I, I have like Tetris, Shinobi, Super Sprint, like six of them. I can't remember. They all start with R or S or T. (laughs) They're all like that. Um, But yeah, I think I'm going to go and try and find as many of those as I can. If you remember uh, from our conversation, when you first mentioned this collecting goal of yours, I'm pretty sure I have at least Pac-Mania, Afterburner, and one other in my extra the bin. Well, you might need that. to bring them with you, buddy. Well, if a certain someone wasn't so stingy about their Indiana Jones tension <laughs> box. Stingy. That I, stingy that I specifically am I. need to complete my CIB tension black, or I'm about to say black box set, my CIB tension <laughs> NES set. But I don't want to get rid of any of my boxes. I don't have two right, of. You don't got to. It's just the only one I need. I, to well, yeah, yeah. Don't just, worry about it, though. That's, I know, that's man. That's your conscience, man. That's your conscience. Yeah, I know. I'm such a terrible guy. Hey, remind yeah. me real quick. You have a copy of Golden Axe Warrior for the Master System, right? <laughs> and I don't uh, have yeah, one. Some, but we're, Some guy, someone gave me that. I don't remember. Who some was. sucker, probably. Yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway. So... Yeah, he, well, Rob, he just says, don't, Jay says, don't worry, he'll sell it to you for five bucks. Nice. You sucker. Um, anyway, well, yeah, always coming through with the plug. Uh, awesome. So, yeah, we're going to see each other a couple weeks. I got a few things to deliver to you otherwise, too, including uh, your Sega CD and the official Sega CD screw. So, yeah. And, uh, yep. yeah. The official screw. Yeah. Well, you know, you know how it be. You don't think it'd be that way, but it do. <laughs> but it's screw. Yeah. Should so, be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. And even though I don't buy anything. Our, uh, you and I are going to get our tits signed by Metal Jesus Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. Which one of us gets Metal Jesus and the other one gets rocks on their tits? <laughs> oh, nice. Maybe he'll do both. He Maybe. Uh, maybe, we, maybe we can go up and serenade him with his own theme song. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's quite a lineup of people that are going to be at Midwest Gaming Classic. Almost too many to ignore. I'm going to try, though. No, it'll be easy. It's fine. No, it's I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I want my tits signed, says John. Well, we can talk about that when we call you. Yeah, buddy, look, Robbie, you want the left one or the right one? We can do it. <laughs> Jay, you draw the LJN logo on him. <laughs> Done. Sold. We'll bring some rainbow. So anyway, I just want uh, Robbie, Robbie to put some mustache wax on and just start motorboating everybody with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Now so, you're yeah. talking, uh, he says. So, yeah, our type. Yeah, our right. type. Yeah, that's what this show is about. Sure, go ahead. I don't think I have much else to say. Oh, it, it, it is a long-lasting series. I guess I, I played the recent one, the R-Type Final 2 for yep. the Switch. Yep. And it, it kicked my fucking dick in the whole time until it's... I finally just kept trying and trying, and I got through it. And I was like, boy, that was exhausting. It like, took me like a week or two of like really trying. It's like they – how do I put this? It's the Ninja Gaiden – syndrome where it's like well we made one hard game once so now they all must be difficult even yeah. the xbox games or whatever it's like nope they've got to all fucking suck to play not suck but you know what i mean like they all have to be a pain in my ass you can't just have like an ninja gaiden game and be like oh this will be a fun experience where i don't get mad and rage throw my nintendo out the window you know like it's it's yeah. always it's, it's like they they get married to that um that ideology or whatever it is. So, but anyway, I digress. I kind of appreciate it, but there was definitely a point in our type final two. I think you choose your own path after each level. Like there's branching paths and stuff for, to go to different stages. And I think I literally couldn't get past a stage going a certain path. So I just had to like start over it, and go a different way. And I was like, then I was able to progress, but yeah, some of them were just literally too hard for me. And I consider myself, pretty decent at shmups if I can beat blazing lasers. Oh, stuff, so. if you could beat our type on the Game Boy, you're a god amongst men as it relates <laughs> to shooters. Like, 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 first of all, you had to play our type on the Game Boy. <laughs> I did it on an SP. Okay, Fine. but still, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, okay, that's that does that does soften the blow a little bit. But I wouldn't tell people that. I just tell them I beat the game. Don't tell yeah, people that. Yeah, the old fashioned green. Yeah, the monochrome non backlit yeah. DMG01 baby. That's right. Yep, <laughs> under a nightstand lamp. Yeah, right. exactly. In the bathroom, as we all yeah. did. <laughs> Let me run to the bathroom. That's the best light. <laughs> all right, man. Well, thank you. Right. Anything else? Mm, nope that's it all right well i'll see you Anything in a, else for me? i'm gonna see you in two weeks and two days or something like that i don't know something what's today yeah, thursday yeah. i'm coming up real fast yeah i'll it's see 14th. you at the end of the month man i'm looking forward to it all right all right man. talk to you guys later have a have a good episode sounds good see you Robbie. Right, bye later jake now i think it's uh round two Oh, is it? We got a. We got Robbie's calling us back. Oh well, let's get hold on. I can't call you yet, John, because Robbie's calling us back. Yes. I recently picked up R Type DX. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this, Uncle Leo? So I'm sorry. Say that again, sir. You're in hey, state, yeah, state yeah. your name for the record, please. Uh, Michael Jordan. And I picked up uh, our type DX for the Game Boy Color complete in box recently. That's all. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's awesome. Robbie Coleman, everybody. I'm bad. All right. Are we ready to call the Famicom legend? Yes. Yeah, so uh, the Notorious RGE. Notorious RGE. I love it. Yep. You ready? Ready. All right. Is me... he ready? He better be because we're late. Hey, sir. And now, straight from the main streets of Kansas City, Missouri, the one and only notorious RGE retro game enthusiast, John Young. How are you, sir? Pretty good, man. That uh, Magmax music is a banger. I actually heard that. That's a that's a sick track, brah. Boom. Certified. Uh, it is, man. It's, a, it's on my, uh, my uh, uh, getting swole jam. You know what? You know what else you need on there is a little bit of this. I think you need this one on there. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get swole. Oh yeah. No hype mix tape playlist for working out and getting swole would be complete. Without the theme to Slam City by the one and only Scotty Pippen, which apparently we only talk about Chicago Bulls NBA basketball players and in in the Bucks when when Maddie was around, but it's only the it's only the Bulls otherwise. Good. I like the idea of just like a really like slow bro like with that song just blaring like on his like uh, Walkman, not even like headphones, just yep. so that the women around know that he's not like checking them out. No. Not at all. He's too busy <laughs> trying to get respect and yeah. also buy shoes out of a van while he signs a contract or whatever the hell's so going on in that, that game. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, John, how are you? Yeah. Hey, pretty good, man. How's it, how's it up there in the, uh, the, the Michigan area? Uh, well, other than the stolen car, everything's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you did. No, all is, all is well here. So good. 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 How's, yeah. uh, how's, how's everything on your end with the, with the gig in the house and the uh, yeah, uh, interest rates suck right now. Let's not talk about mortgage rates. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, everything's good, man. Uh, works going fine, all that sort of thing. I did get a pickup because I do want to talk about that. Lavage, the Dandy Automator and Mike Patton thing uh, came out on vinyl. I did not know. So oh, uh, it's uh. Nathaniel Mayweather's presents Lavage music to make love to your old lady by. I'm going to let you. Okay. So I'm going to ask you right. your thoughts on our type and it can be specific to turbo graphics in the port or whatever version you've played. Okay. No problem there. And while you do that, Jay's going to listen and I'm going to run to the refrigerator and get something to drink. So oh, yeah, yeah. you, you go and I'll be back in one minute. And real quick, Jay, I think I missed uh, missed uh, named your beer. I do believe Peachy Pom Pom may still be called Peachy Pom Pom. So it is. I forgot. I totally forgot about it. It's. Uh, I think they do it like every other year. Sounds they about used right. to do it's, it in six an packs, awesome and now they do it in like uh, I think it's like a twenty-two now. Okay. Uh, yeah, that hasn't made it out of Kansas City. We don't really have the beer thing down here, so but that's fine. Dude, if you want anything, let me know. I'll mule it down to you. I got you. Honestly, uh, I don't really drink anymore. And so, uh, Mike's in the background just yelling. So, no, I'm not. 
Do you hear him? Uh, yeah, no, I hear him. Okay. God damn right. Oh, God. He's a stop. What you want to get? Want to get respect. I like how he wants you and I to keep talking, John, and then we got Mike in the background screaming. I just think it's funny when someone off camera is yelling. You should yeah. try it, Jay. I hope he's not driving. I no. I, apparently, he's not going to be. Well, his, Ronald go, has the, had the keys in it. Go downstairs and take his keys away from him. <laughs> go downstairs and get his keys out of his car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible! Oh, uh, terrible! <laughs> Night, everybody. So, our type. So I played the Sega Master version. Uh, full disclosure: uh, this was one of the few that my neighbor had, and it's a game that we played a lot of. One thing I could say that I don't know if we've touched on yet because I kind of came in a little late. For a Sega Master System game, the music on this is phenomenal. Like, it's not a system known for its music. And for our type, it starts off a little, you know, a little wonky, but then it goes into like an amazing kind of like level by level soundtrack. Yeah. And I looked it up. We'll forget about Salamander on the Famicom, but Gradius came out only like six months earlier than our type yep and like i mean aesthetically like it's so much better game take a master system there's a lot of flicker there's ways to get around that now but like of the arcade games you could get at home this was definitely in that time period where it was perfect and kind of what robbie said like it's the kind of grandfather of any like game that has some sort of special extra add-on is just playing homage to the original uh archetype so I went back and forth on this a lot, and legitimately, as a Sega Master game, I would say it's one of the best games on the system. It's still decently cheap. I mean... Yeah, we'll get into that, but days. yes, it is. Surprisingly. And, uh, I'm with Robbie. It's a five. Like, oh. it's a game everybody should play. Like, people that don't play games anymore still love it. Yeah. Sure, it's hard. Sure, it's kind of cruel and kind of, like, making you go back to the beginning of the level. But you know what? It's an arcade game, and, um, and it, everybody gets enjoyment out of it. And sometimes you have to understand, and, and this is just like something that's predis- predisposed in some people and not others. Not every game needs to be beaten. Now, Robbie right. would, would disagree with that, okay? Uh, just I, I, I think, you know, he, and I understand that. Like, when I was a kid, that's what I wanted to do. But there are times where you go, you know what? It's fine. It can be a great game, and I cannot finish it. You know what I mean? It can. And, and, and that's, right. it's, that's just kind of the way it is. So anyway, well, let's uh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I like the, uh, the visual of Robbie as a, a, a young boy, let's call him, uh, his stunt double. Like, let's, let's get, I will put money in on this. It's a stunt double underneath like a, a streetlight playing game boy, just at an angle trying to beat our type. <laughs> we need to find out who this guy is. I'll reach out to the guy who knows uh, him and see if I can get his info. Cause we want to have him on. Because he's kind of he's going to become sure. this legend. Who's that? I'm though? sure he will, but uh, we definitely have to like ease him into how we're talking about this. Because if he is, you know, he could see it as a little bit of uh, a slight. But it, uh, I'm all for him. I'm a fanboy. Uh, I will I will give him a cut of the headshot. Well, I'm in. You know me. I mean, you don't have to convince me. <laughs> but no, man. Uh, back to our type. Uh, amazing game, great music, fun gameplay, just enough challenge so everybody can kind of get through it, just enough like ease so that you can get far enough to get an enjoyment out of it. Um, all around, play this game. I don't know what a, more of a ringing endorsement you can give it. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm honestly right now, I can't think of many Sega Master System games that I like more. Maybe Trick Shooting, Gangster Town, pretty much any of the gun games. Golden Axe, uh, Warriors. But I, I think these. this is not a conversation about Sega Master System, but yes, there are. <laughs> I the, love it. <laughs> I, I, I like the Master System, but man, it's. How do I put this as eloquently as I can? There's no surprise looking back why Nintendo ate Sega's lunch. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's an argument we need to have. Teddy Boy, come on, that's an amazing game. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's. Uh, I put it right up there with Ghost House, Govelius. Uh, all right, Govelius. We'll, we'll, we'll have this. That's another episode. Uh, how about? Uh, <laughs> Oh man, what's the one? Which is yeah, Zillion. Sure, why not? Yeah. Sure, anyway, yeah. why not? <laughs> let's have that conversation sometime. So let's see if I can uh, see if I can do this here and get, get to, back up to the game. What's that? You want to? Do we? Should we get back to our type? Yes, I think I think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. Yeah. I go ahead. No, 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 I think I said my piece. All right. <laughs> I got nothing, man. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, fantastic. So yeah, I, I'm going to have to edit all that out because man, I was like dead air for a second there. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Leave that in. People need to know. People need to know that you're not paying any attention, Mike. Like it was like I was sitting there looking at my phone while you talked, and I wasn't. But anyway, no, uh, that's I was. What people do when I talk about uh, mess, as I call it, or Supermaster System, or Smiths. Is that what Smiths? <laughs> yeah. When I talk about SMES, people just get on their phone because no one wants to talk about SMES. Is that like McDonald's and McDowell's? No, this is actual Instead of the Big Mac, we got the Big Mick? No, I don't think that's fair. SMES? SNES? Mm, no, SMES, maybe, but they're not. No, I'm, I'm going with McDowell's. In, I don't think. in the Patreon, what level do I have to be to have the uh, Married with Children Simpsons watch party? Uh, I would say that in that tier, there will be a specific tier for that. So we okay. will create one. It will not be the top tier. Okay. That'll be the 75 cent tier. Yes. I don't, I don't expect people to spend that kind of money monthly to listen to us. I'm sorry. That'd be the 45 cent tier. Yeah. Probably in the 45 to 50 cent range. But yes, the no I, ma'am tier. The, mo- the no man. That's right. The no ma'am tier, which, you know, I have that shirt and I just don't think I can wear it anymore. <laughs> Robbie, uh, yeah. Robbie just said we need to stop saying Ness and SNES. I 100% agree. Ness and SNES. I, I, okay, <laughs> uh, that was quite yes. funny. I, I, I would agree oh. with Robbie actually on that. I, I feel like the whole like uh, UKification of a system they didn't care about, we need to stop that. That's a SMES. That's not. Nobody needed that. I got to stop. You do need to stop. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Well, John, thank you for joining us. And I wish you were going to be joining us in uh, in wonderful Milwaukee, Wisconsin in a few weeks. But you're not. So that's fine. That's no, uh, Algonquin for Milwaukee. Well, I really turned into a Debbie Downer on this whole thing, didn't I? No, you've got a lot going on yourself. And I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's fair that you be chastised because you have a life and you're an adult and you need to do adult things. So I'm not going to get on you for that, but you're, you really should be there, you loser. 
We still got to figure out something to go to Chicago and have this Mortal Kombat yep. competition this summer. If only I could have a John, car. John, you got to go. If only I had a car. Yeah. So let's let's cut John loose. Yes. Okay. Oh. Thank you. Unless you want to stick, I mean, you're welcome to stick. Out. No, no, no. You no, can no, stay no. as long as you'd like, sir. Always. Uh, all- no, I'm not adding value. <laughs> John, you always add value. <laughs> we'll talk offline, but yes, you are. <laughs> all right. Cool. So no, thanks guys. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys think. I'm hoping it's threes so that we finally have some sort of disparity between everybody. But damn it, I was gonna say a five. You're gonna you're <laughs> gonna say well, then you can go next. John, you want to stick around for his review? No, 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 no. Uh, I'm gonna listen. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. Very good. All right. See you, Dan. All right. Bye, John. John Young, the retro game enthusiast, the notorious RGE himself. Notorious RGE. Purveyor of Magmax and Magmax Ephemera. Well, should I tell everybody where to find us? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's an inside joke, everybody. That's the notes he's talking about. The notes. We're at the end of the show. We are not. I'm no. going to need that back. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I noted Robbie and John. You still have to do a review. I still have to do a review. And Sashimi Z needs to do a review. So, Jay, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Do you want Sashimi Z to go first? I'll go first. I'd say we get Sashimi Z out of the way. Okay, go ahead. Do Sashimi Z. Then I'll go. Then you go. Sashimi Z's review is as such. Sashimi Z gave this game a 4.5. And the only thing it says here is... <laughs> I ain't giving this game no five like everybody else. I'm here to ruin your graphic. Well, that's malicious. This is he, why we haven't had him out. How long has it been since he's done he's, a review? Well, for us? it's been a while, but really, I think he's just doing it to like make sure that there's no continuity in the graphic itself. He's assuming that everybody's going to give this game a five, and that's that's a tall, that's a big assumption. Okay, yeah. that's I don't think that's fair. But he, he said 4.5 because I'm guessing he liked it, and he probably really liked it, but he just really wanted to spite us. Why do we keep this guy around? I, you keep asking me. I've been saying it. I don't know why we keep him around. Because we don't have enough guests. We need to get more guests. Yeah. It's so we don't have enough friends. Yes. Oh, what was that? That was a... Oh, somebody got on. I don't really know. I don't know. Either. Somebody followed us, and I we, don't have the overlay. Have, we still haven't figured out how to navigate this Yeah, yet. somebody... Oh, uh, Ace of Burke liked our... Uh, liked our stream Aww. so good old Asa. this is a good dude yeah thanks for thanks for watching buddy thanks for tuning in so yes jay why don't you give me now that we have that in pocket right give me your review and i'm gonna go find something else to drink because i never really got anything no you didn't what were you doing over i don't i really don't i was yelling oh yeah i right. might do it You're again busy yelling no mine uh i uh, it's killing me because i gotta go with shasimi z i'm doing a 4.5 and it's not what? because i'm screwing up the whole graphic here i like the game i do but our type for me actually fell in after life force i didn't play our type until after life force i lean towards life force i know they're not the same but they're similar no one's good life force right i mean yeah doesn't everybody agree life force is the good one okay but yeah the 4.5 is part of that is what you were talking about earlier where it's one of those, if you die, you just have to reset the game. Because you're not going to get any farther with it. Because it's just, if you couldn't do it, 
with everything you had, you can't do it with nothing. And that's just where it's a hot mess. That, that's so my four and my a half, score. Huh? four point five. Man, I'm so what, so now. What do we do? Now you got to give our you got to give your rating our rating. You got to give our rating. If you're a pirate, it would be your R rating. Shut up. That was terrible. <laughs> that was almost as bad as every joke I've ever told on this show. <laughs> almost. almost. This is a tough one for me because I'm in the I'm in the Robbie camp of. This is like the Dragon Warrior of horizontal shooters, okay? Like, it kind of created and defines the genre, right? And the turbo port is amazing, okay? The turbo port is very, very good. Uh, the Sega Master System, like I said, it's one of the best games on the, on the platform. Not so much. But it is. For the Master System, it's a great-looking game. Yeah. It really I, is. I just think that it was always, I feel like it was always kind of handled well. But it is, at times, impossibly difficult because, like you said, and we talked about earlier, you get to a point where you are fully enabled with power-ups, and then you die, and then they go, well, now you have nothing and try. Oh, okay. Well, I couldn't get through it with everything, so let me try and get through it with nothing. That'll work. Let me get this one power. Okay, that kind of helps, but I can't get hit. And then there's a lot of stuff going on here. So it's, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't think I can give this game a five. I think I'm going to. You want to Maddie Ice it and Marky Mark and give it a 4.73? Nope. Okay. No, I'm not an idiot. Man, they're not idiots. No, they're, they're not, not either. Nice. But. I'm not giving it some weirdo. I know the grading scale kills me too. Yeah. I love those guys, but their grading scale's trash. I want to give this a four. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I really didn't think you'd go that low. I, I want to give it a, I think it is a very good game and mm-hmm. I like it and it, it's, it's very good. It can be a pain in the ass. No, I think four or five. Thank you. Cause I was going to say, if you go four, you know, Shazim, cause he's listening. He's going to call you after we, after we're done. I don't, I'm not, just, I won't answer. Do you, do you want the voicemail like he left you last time? Yeah, those are good. Oh, I enjoy them. I that keep them. Terrible. I save them in my Dropbox. I couldn't believe some of the things he was saying. Yeah, well, you know. That's it. I think it's time to wrap up. Let's go. Thank you again to everybody for putting up with us, not only tonight, but with our extended absence, which, again, we've, we've put in some things to kind of prevent that from happening. Obviously, life happens, and, and that is what happened. It was, it was certainly not from a lack of want. It was more of from... There was just too much going on. Um, before we wrap up. Congratulations again, the RGB bro. Yep, that's exactly what I want to talk about. RGB bro? RG, RPG bros. RPG bros. RPEG God, bros, sorry. remember? Yes. But I, I, that, that also leads me to this. Oh, yeah. So we got another giveaway, okay? The Notorious RGB. I, I think this is going to become a recurring theme, okay? So anybody who's listening now, okay, or listening to the podcast when it's posted to the your podcast aggregator of choice. We want to try and give stuff away on a regular basis. I've, I've, I've purchased stickers and some other ephemera, if you will, that I'd like to also give away as part of this too. Okay. Yes. But, but our friend, the notorious RGE, retro game enthusiast, John, John Young, Young, from the mean streets of Kansas City. <laughs> mean, this is Kansas City. I don't know. I've never been, but I bet it's mean. There, I bet you there's some streets that are pretty nasty, if you know what I mean. Got some barbecue sauce on them. 
They got all kinds of dried up barbecue sauce, like in the man. I want some ribs? I know, me too. Anyway, so we still got pizza left. I I'm well aware. Okay. Our our good friend John supplied us with the, our our next giveaway. Yes. Okay, and I should also say this before I before I move on to that. The last giveaway was supplied by our friend Kyle at Retro Replayed. He is uh, Retro Replayed, I believe Retro underscore Replayed on Instagram. Uh, Kyle is a fantastic guy and a great supporter of the show. And uh, he's going to be on again soon. We don't know when, but he wants to come on and we're going to be doing a Godzilla. He was going to be on in a couple weeks, but he had to postpone because he's got a a little. Oh, he's got a thing he's got to do. But we'll have him on. So uh, we'll try and get him anyway. No, but uh, but yeah, that the, that giveaway was supplied by Kyle. Kyle's a fantastic guy, and uh, you know, I wish he would post more on Instagram so I could try to provide more things to him. You know, or he could, you know, like we could send more business to him. Um, but he does have an eBay store, so look him up on there. I think he's retro replayed on there. Wojo Gaming, I, I take a look. But anyway, so that that doesn't matter because what matters now is what's in my hand right now. That's right. And I'm gonna tell you, I don't want to give this away. I want to keep this. Well, you got to give it away. I know that. But what I'm holding is... I guess you don't have to give it away. You can keep it. But then I'm going to sell it to somebody for $4. Yeah, yeah. I know how you work. We all know your stick, Hale. What I'm holding here is a complete box copy of Tetris for the Famicom. Yeah. And man, it's pretty cool. This is the kind of stuff I love because... Growing up, we all know what Tetris looked like, whether it was for the NES or whether it was for the Game Boy or whatever it is, or yeah. Tetris 2, you know, Electric Tetaloo. It was not. It, was not it didn't give me any better. Yeah, okay. But uh, anyway, but I'm holding a copy, complete in box copy, speaking to what I meant earlier in that look at the size of this game for the Famicom. Yeah. Look how small it is. You you can't. They would have never sold like something like this in the U.S. Yeah, Nobody would have bought it. They just stuck it in their pocket and walked out and be like, "I ain't paying for shit, Mister." Look, Mister Woolworth, if that is your real name, Mister Woolworth, <laughs> Kendrick Mart, if that is your real name, I don't even know. But if it is, I'm not paying for this. This is mine. But uh, yeah, a complete box copy of Tetris for the Famicom. What are we gonna do this for this giveaway? We could do a name the sound clip. They can figure out who the individual is in the sound clip. You already know Gee, which sound clip, which sound clip are you talking about, Jay? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It 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 could be this this one. Oh shit! Ah! Mom! Mom! No, why would you think I'd pick that one? Oh, okay. Because it's the best sound clip ever. No, that was that was really it. That was really it. What if what if we don't use that? You want to win a boxed copy of Tetris for the Famicom put out by Bulletproof Software in 1988, I believe that is correct. You just have to send myself, Platform Agnostic, on Instagram, or Notorious J A Y on Notorious with a yes. zero, is it? Yeah, I think so. It's notorious with a zero underscore J dot A dot Y or something. It was hard to come up with. We got to like fix that. That does not translate well to radio. Or just send it to us at Lost Joystick. I was going to say, or just use Lost Joystick. We could, but maybe somebody wants to send it to you and they can't find you because your name is weird. Well, it'd be a whole lot easier to find Lost Joystick. I just want to make you have to wait with your finger on that button because I'm not ready to point at you yet. I'm going to hit it. Send us the name of this song.
There was I was trying to give them a hint. Don't give hints. Maybe people don't know the song. We gotta make these people work for it. They gotta, <laughs> yeah, they, that's they, what, they yeah, gotta that's work what, for it. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. seven people listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> Minus Robbie and John. We got five people listening yeah. right now. Plus you I think I'm still I think it's in. on my phone. I'm pretty sure my dad's still on, so we got two people. Well, We're we got down nine to now. What just happened? We got four people. People heard the well, I was gonna say the, the they heard artists. the song. They heard the song and they jumped right on. Oh my god. They're playing the song. So if you just hopped on, we got a contest for Tetris. You win a Famicom copy box Tetris. All you got, all you got to do <laughs> is just name the song. We already have two entries, by the way. That's all two that are listening. My phone has buzzed with the two people. I just want to listen to this again. Boy, I, I get the feeling it might be time to put this puppy to bed. And by bed, I mean in a cold, shallow grave. Yes. Well. You want me to tell them where to find us? Why don't you tell, I'm, I'm wrapping tell, it up. The, tell the people who are listening to us right now where they can find us. Where they can find us. We've got a link tree now, people. Everybody knows about our link tree. How, does, how is it again? I'm not. No. Okay, I'm doing it. It's linkter.ee. Let's <laughs> show stick. HTP. Wait. I don't know why H-T-T-P. I think that's so funny. HTTP. I don't Go know on. why I think that's so funny. No, it's it's linktree forward slash lost joystick. Also, we have our, our direct media, social media contacts. We also have our direct social media contacts. Instagram and Twitter, lost joystick, which don't forget to send us a message about the tetris contest some people already have well there we go we're good so um and then facebook and twitch were lost joystick network and of course our email address info at lost joystick network let me ask you a question ask let's go do you feel like it's time to end the show and potentially beat it whatever do you mean michael Nothing. Good. <laughs> mm. I'm just going to let it ride, baby. Let's go. <laughs> what else you got? That's it. We're done. What else we got? Well, what, what do you got? What do you got for me? I'm putting my microphone on mute. Let's That's go. a good call. Thank God. Finally, you got something right tonight. All right. So with that, I'll say it's time to go uh, home for us. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure. So go out there. Have fun. Be safe. And be excellent to each other.